0: On this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we're doing something a little different. We're using a modern book called The Field Guide to Lucid Dreaming to explore the art of dreaming that has been written about in ancient Sumerian, Egyptian, Greek, Hebrew, and Buddhist texts. We explore how to remember our dreams and also how to possibly be able to lucid dream. So sit back and enjoy. All right, Brandon.
1: Here we are on another Gnostic deluge. Greetings, Mark. Thank you for having me today. And it is a Gnostic deluge, isn't it? That's right. We had a little
0: deluge last night. It was weird in the afternoon, or yes, in the afternoon, all of a sudden it started. Oh, we had that rained a little bit. Yeah, we had that. It where got I'm really at windy as well. It, it
1: came down really hard for like a minute.
0: Yeah, it's just like all of a sudden. 'Cause I was laid down for a nap, I got up, there's noise and stuff, and I look
1: outside, it's all overcast
0: and stuff. And yep. I was
1: like, What the heck? My kids left like a bunch of toys out in the yard mm-hmm. and I saw it all of a sudden start coming down and I'm like I basically threw out a few curse words, like, Oh no, no, why are they leave the toys out? And so I ran to get some shoes on so I can go outside and pick all that stuff up. And by the time I got back with my shoes to the back door, too late. It had stopped. It oh. was over. Like,
0: well. No. There you go. Did you say, "Gosh darn"? I maybe he's the one that stopped it. <laughs> he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna damn this." Wow.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Brandon. Uh, he asked me to stop this. Yeah. No, Ask and you shall receive, exactly. my friend. Exactly.
0: Well, um, we are doing something a little different. We're yeah. off the Marcus Aurelius for now. This is actually way different. <laughs> yeah, this is even... Well, and that... Yeah, this one is like really... Well, at least the, the book we're going to be using is modern. Very modern. Mm-hmm. But it goes... Uh, the Well, the, the book we're going to use is A Field Guide to Lucid Dreaming uh, by Dylan Takiyo. Jared, I was like, why the heck... Jared Z and Thomas Pizel. Yeah,
1: why can't any of them have a last like, name? That's okay.
0: Jared Zizel and J- Thomas Pizel. So get it. What are the odds? A field guide to of to lucid dreaming, mastering the art of oneronautics.
1: Yeah. So the background is Mark found this, and he gave he bought a copy for me. So we're actually using the same book. Yeah. Uh, and uh and like like Mark was just getting ready to say, this is not like a this is a little bit different because it's not that the book is old, it's that it's the the idea is old. Yeah. So I mean,
0: well, yeah, if you're if you're familiar with the Bible, you know that there's dream dreamers in there and visions and
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you're familiar with any ancient stuff there's always some kind of dream that happens
1: well and a lot of the things that we've read in on this podcast were i mean a lot of them were using the term vision but i mean that's that's such a i that's such a fuzzy fuzzy definition sometimes right yeah and sometimes some of them even say i think in pomandry is the first the first uh the first one, it was talking about like, you want to read, you want to do what part I'm referring to? Yeah, it's right at the beginning. Yeah, right at the beginning. It's, uh, here, you can read it. Okay, I'll read it. Um, he says, uh, well, where's it at? Right here. No, oh, oh. you're not giving me the right part. I, I tricked you. Yeah, good oh, trick. Oh, there it is. There it is. He, in the very beginning of the first, uh, text of the corpus hermeticum, which we often call pomandries he says once when thought came to me of the things that are and my thinking soared high and my bodily senses were restrained like someone heavy with sleep from mm-hmm. too much eating or toil of the body and then his his whole like vision starts yeah since he's this huge guy but he's kind of
0: he said he's he's tired he's kind of dozing it seems like yeah yeah. you know and all of a sudden there's this vision that opens up but one of the keys too in that is that he gets at he it's not just a dream i mean it is or a vision or whatever he gets to take part in it yeah and he gets to ask questions you know that's true and that's one of the key thing elements in like uh, Isaiah's visions and and other ones that we've you know or well we didn't, we haven't talked about that but they get to ask questions they they're participating and this okay so this is about lucid dreaming and what lucid dreaming is is actually being aware that you're in a dream and then being able to affect it instead yeah. of just having a dream. Mm-hmm you actually get to to kind of make things happen which I never have been able to do yet but
1: have you tried like, have you I've got, well I have got tried? I've okay. got some
0: I want to talk okay, about okay cool <laughs> but we'll get to that as we're as it unfolds cuz it'll we'll get um
1: so that's that's the topic of this episode is lucid dreaming mm mm-hmm. mhm probably part 1 or we we'll, we won't have time to really go into it too it's extensively. Yeah. And neither do we have the uh the neither do we have the experience or the credentials to really go into it extensively. Yeah, cuz
0: uh neither of us have have lucid actually lucid dream. Well, I
1: haven't I haven't told you that I haven't. Dang it. <laughs> this
0: joke. I mean, I okay, I haven't. I haven't actually been able to take control yeah. or not take control but Yeah. uh so well, so, and and the, the reason I I like this book is because it's super simple. It's not like complicated and it goes through the history of it and kind of, it just was basic enough that we could use it as an outline.
1: And it has pictures in it too.
0: Yeah, sweet pictures.
1: Yeah, this is a good book, a good find. It's kind of like, oh yeah, jeez, um, It's kind of like a book that you would pick up like a Barnes and Noble in the front of the store.
0: Yeah, and you kind of look at it and you're like, okay, this is probably not gonna teach me anything, you know, kind of yeah. like a general overview book and people that's one the people are talking about that and I'm like, there's there's enough in here that gets you interested and gets, you know, they try to break it down as make it as simple as possible. And they don't want you to get don't, don't get all lost in the science of it or anything. But of course, the first thing we're going to talk about is the science of it. Okay? So Brandon, take your mind back to the time, April 12th, 1975. I, I don't know if you existed, but <laughs> I did. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I was born in 74. Okay. So, I had been almost not even a year on this earth. But there's this guy, Keith Hearn, who is a researcher, and Alan Worsley, who is the dreamer.
1: The dreamer, yep.
0: I guess Alan Worsley had been able to lucid dream for a long time. He'd been doing it all his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And Keith Hearn was like, "Well, let's try to figure out a way that we can prove it scientifically."
1: Yeah, because that, that was the that was the predicament. How do you prove?
0: Yeah, because people talked about it, talk about it and stuff, and so they came up with um, around. 8 a okay 8 a m. Which 8 was, 07 a m. Which was
1: interesting because who's still dreaming at that point? He was. I <laughs> guess he was sleeping in for the day, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, but that it might have been his last part of his sleep because yeah. that's when, and he, uh, but he had him. He so Keith Hearn hooked Alan up to a machine, an EEG machine. I don't. I, didn't, I never looked up what EEG meant. that. <laughs>
1: yeah we both get out our phones i don't know what it stands for either but it's basically the it's the uh, electric electronic it's electric um waves right it like reads like your brain activity or something yeah this is other than ekg eeg okay ekg is the one that you use to like get your like i think the Get your, get your heart going again.
0: Yeah, EEG machine is a device that records the electrical activity of the brain. So it's specifically for the brain.
1: And then you'll see it like in movies and stuff. It has like a plotter. Yeah. Or like, like a wave. Like a, Have you
0: ever seen the movie Dreamscape?
1: Hmm, never seen it. Oh, that movie's classic. Is it? Okay, i have to check it out. I think it's
0: dream, yeah, Dreamscape or any of the Freddy Krueger movies.
1: I've... There was the one time. where
0: they're the Dream Warriors. That I think is the third one. Oh, I know where they they figure out how that they can control their dreams, so they go and fight him. Okay, you know because he would always go into yeah. their dreams. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's placed on the per- people's scalp and it it monitors brain waves and stuff, so they can, you know, by the what it's saying, they can tell if you're awake, if you're asleep.
1: Yeah, they have like they can look at patterns of like what's which part of your sleep cycle you're in.
0: Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and so uh, they came up with an idea. So at eight oh seven, they proved scientifically that he was lucid dreaming, and the way they did this is whenever you're dreaming, your body's locked up. Mm -hmm. Okay, the only
1: thing it shuts. It's basically all off.
0: Yeah, it turns off, so you're not up running around. So um, the only thing that is that can move is your eyes. And then whenever you reach it, when you're in the dream thing, there's something called rapid eye movement, you Mm -hmm. know, where your eyes are like, that's whenever you, you know, you see in the, you can see under or the eyes moving under the eyelids. Yeah. You know, whenever they're closed. And, uh, but this guy came up with an idea. He's like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, the, he came up with a pattern yeah and he said i'm gonna look like say i'm gonna look left right left right up down up down you know something like that yeah. a b a b select start <laughs> <laughs> to get free guys on contract, but but so he he came up with a pattern and all of a sudden so they, they're 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 monitoring his brain. They're like he's in that state now, and all of a sudden they start seeing him. He was able to, in his dream to move his eyes, and his his actual eyes were moving with the same pattern.
1: Yeah, so it was he moved his eyes left left to right eight times. Was that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So they they pre communicated the pattern.
0: Yeah, he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna realize whenever I realize because he had. He was basically a professional. I mean, he'd been able to slip, go into lucid dreams. Yeah, for he a long was time. he was doing it for a long time. And so they so then he was able to do the do the pattern and then they were like, There you go. He actually was dreaming, but he was able to communicate to the outside world. Yeah. Showing that he had control over in his dreamings, dream state, and his brain patterns didn't hadn't
1: changed or anything, I guess. And so that was the first time that we have been able to, and what I liked about this, what I liked about their experience is they equated it to like, uh, talking to someone from a distant world. Yeah. You know, cause
0: yeah. Cause he's in a totally different. It's yeah. Exactly. He was able to, to reach out from his dream state and communicate with the wake, the waking world. Correct. Which is crazy.
1: I wonder, I mean, yeah, that'd be cool to like, you know how there's like different forms of code, like Morse code or like binary. Yeah. I wonder if you can communicate using a code and like, you know, speak sentences about what you're experiencing and stuff. It'd be crazy. Oh, like somehow. Yeah. Just to communicate what you're going through at the moment.
0: That might kind of really take you out of the lucid dream, though. Sure. You're like, okay, I'm trying to communicate with you and trying to stay in this dream. Yeah. But
1: so that that was the that was the that was the first time that scientifically um, there's evidence. Right before that, it's all people's word for it, right?
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, I I, I was flying and I could do yeah. this, and it's like I could control this, and all of a sudden, so yeah, there was at least some kind of scientific evidence let's just call it science evidence not you know not i mean you're right it's not proof or anything well i mean you know i'm sure there's people that want to dismiss it but this was taking it through a a new new thing than just taking somebody's word for is actually having them communicate to the outer world
1: and what was what was kind of interesting but also kind of clockwork. If you look at the way history works, yeah, is three years later. Yeah, another scientist did the same thing.
0: Yeah, Stephen Leberge at Stanford.
1: And apparently, apparently, they didn't communicate. They had no communication between each other. So they did. He did this a very similar experiment. Yeah,
0: sometimes that. Yeah, it does happen where things will come in clusters.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it's a, the. It's almost like the um, everyone's connected in some way. And we don't realize it. Maybe what's his name came. I,
0: Alan Worsley came over to. Uh, Stephen LaBerge's dream. and Sure. Yeah. But yeah. So he did his doctor. Doctrinal dissertation. Doctoral dis- dissertation on it. He got an F on it. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> like prove it. But he. he uh, so the, the. The people were kind of simultaneously saying oh this is actually provable so the idea so what is lucid dreaming is the big question um
1: yeah it's a good question Give an answer for it like is there like a a quick definition that you can like if someone said what's what's lucid dreaming what's the one sentence definition what's the best way to say it? conscious you're conscious dreaming yeah
0: Let's, what did they say in here? I mean, I got all these notes, but now I'm like, I, I kind of wonder.
1: I think it says rely uh, on the book. <laughs> it's uh, just aware, aware dreaming.
0: Not okay. It says not to be confused with a very vivid dream, right?
1: Yeah, which is what lucid means. Does it? I think so. I think lucid means like very like. I don't want to speak. Well, a hood. vivid not to be like
0: a vivid dream. Sometimes you get those vivid dreams. We're like, oh my gosh, it seems so real, right? This isn't that. A lucid dream is the present moment realization that you're dreaming and a sudden self-reflective epiphany. Wait a second. I'm dreaming. Where you're realizing. Mm -hmm. So the vivid dream seems real, but the lucid dream is where you're like, wait, I'm not really awake. I'm actually
1: dreaming. Yeah, so lucid means very clear and easy to understand. So yeah. It's lucid dreaming is more than just a lucid dream. It's like an awareness. Yeah. So and they
0: call it they the the whole thing somebody came up with a name for it. Oneronautics.
1: Oneronautics. Well it's an my que- I, my question is, is that it's it's from two Greek words, right? Yeah. But is that a Greek term or is that like a modern term that we just use they the just two Greek combine words? The two. Okay.
0: Cause Onera has dreams and then Nautix Nautis is sailor. So dream yeah. sailor. So think of a sailor in the sea. He's in the middle of the sea, but he's navigating where he's going. Yeah. So you're the dream sailor anyway. So, um, so something, uh, there's kind of triggers
1: to realizing that you're in a dream. I thought that was... and I loved the, some of the examples. It's almost like some people... It's probably different for everybody. But it's almost like there's some... Some people have like key or codes. Like I give an example of one person who... When they would walk into the bathroom. If they see the reflection in the toilet. They would know that they're in a dream. A reflection in the toilet? Yeah.
0: What do you mean? This one of the examples I gave. Oh, you read the little examples? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I would find I, a bathroom and look into the toilet. If I saw my reflection in the toilet, I would know I was dreaming, and then go about
1: interacting with the dream. That's weird. It's almost like his mind had some like co- key, a hack. Yeah, a hack that he was able to use well, to see, know. And that—that's the point of
0: this book is they're hoping to be able to to get us to be able to hack it, hack our system. Cause we all have there, um, like triggers that might, uh, help us realize that we're dreaming is one that we're in a location that we would normally be impossible. Say we went to sleep and whatever. And also the next thing you know, you're in Paris. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. Um, another one is something that, is totally absurd, you know, just ridiculous. Yep. And they give the example of an ostrich driving a car.
1: Yeah, my dreams. I've, I have not seen that kind of thing in my dreams. I've seen a dog drive a car,
0: really, on on the on That's YouTube. True. Okay,
1: is <laughs> he actually drives this little car? Yeah, I bet they have a... They hooked. Up, they got this whole setup.
0: Um, or some past event that you already know happened. This one is one of my biggest should be my big trigger because mm-hmm. I always there's certain. Things, you know, being at school, but it doesn't dawn on you. Yeah, that's being a place that I don't want to be. That you know, in the past, but it never dawns on me when I'm in the moment. But that could be a trigger.
1: You're right. That happens to me too. Actually, another of a dream that I'm like, oh man, I had this crazy dream where I was still this. Yeah, yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, that one's a constant for me. So I need to. So. So they're saying, okay, these are triggers. So like we're talking about right now, now it's like, oh, wait, you know, it, if you look at your dreams, you can say, oh, wait, every time I'm back in school, like I, I I have a dream a lot where I'm still trying. I don't have enough credits to finish school, to graduate. Yeah,
1: something haunting almost.
0: Or I did graduate. I barely graduated, by the way, but, you know, I did. I graduated, but all of a sudden... They come back years later. I mean, this is, and all of a sudden, oh, you got to go back to school. You didn't get enough credit. Oh and yeah, I'm something horrible. School. Yeah. So stupid. Exactly. But that's what, that's the absurd idea.
1: So so the three things that listed was absurd ideas, places that you've never been before, or that would be impossible. Impossible. Like what
0: that? Like yeah. Like how did you even get here? You know. But or yeah, absurd. Something that's just ridiculous
1: yeah so the trick would be to like because we've we've had those dreams yeah i've had those dreams but it's i've it's never dawned on me at the moment of the dream that it's so absurd that's what yeah yeah
0: the trick is to okay so they're they'll go over stuff to hopefully be able to trigger us to to get our you know so to where we can realize well
1: i think one of the first things that one of the first steps that Is to just become aware that it's possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're just us knowing about it. They talk about a little
0: later is like most people's first lucid dream will be triggered after they found out that it's even possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because most of us don't know.
0: It's kind of like the idea, like, well, I guess it's the opposite. But they talk about how a bee shouldn't be able to fly. Because his body is, its mass of his body is so big. Okay. And then it's got those tiny little yeah. wings, but it's flying. So if somehow they were to find out, dude, you weigh too much and also they, maybe they couldn't fly. But
1: it's the, so it's the opposite. Sure. That's like, when we all wake up like, wait a thing, beast can't should be able to fly.
0: What if that, <laughs> what you were, we were talking about before, but yeah. What if that actually proves that we're in a dream? Yeah. And, like in, a- and waking life is like, Wait a second. This shouldn't be. There's an absurdity. Like, how is a bee flying?
1: Yeah, it's just so normal to most people, though, that no one realizes it's it's an absurdity. Yeah. Um, one of the things is, and it talks about this in this book, and I thought that was really unfortunate. Of course, is a lot of, and this is like this. This is this, this is this this applies to a lot of things in our life today. But we have our culturally. We have so little respect for dreams today. Yeah, yeah, we've lost. That's been lost, and so and other cultures throughout time have had more respect, and and so one of our difficulties is we don't think that dreams are anything but some uh, fickle, like response pattern or uh, process that our brain goes through when we're sleeping. Right? Yeah. We don't think it's anything substantial.
0: Yeah. Or. Th- or even just dis- it's they're dismissed as, well that's because this stress is going on in your yeah.
1: life. We have these answers that kind of just like shut it down whenever the the, the idea of it comes up. And so we're and, all kind of destined to basically be undre to be dr- to not figure this kind of stuff out. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, this is just ridiculous to think about for most people. Mm-hmm. And then depending on what kind of culture you come from, what kind of subculture you come from, it might even be heresy to kind of think about it. Like, oh, no, no, that's not, that's not how. we. There's no – we shouldn't be able to, like, communicate or to, like – Or there's nothing to yeah. dreams except – well. By the way, this Barrett's ginger beer that you gave me before we started recording is really good. Yeah. I feel like it's better than before than I, the first one I had a couple like – a year ago or Yeah, it seemed it
0: really sweet last time. <clears throat> but okay so um so those are some triggers um why is this i got this thing written down it says power of realization
1: i'm trying to that's i think that's the next section um
0: it is becoming aware. um
1: because I got all these things written down. I will say that there I, I when I started reading this book, I thought to myself, I wonder how long it's gonna take before there's a reference to because this is a modern book. I wonder how long it's gonna take before there's a reference to like The Matrix or something. Oh yeah, they It didn't last too and it wasn't too long before well, you they can't. mentioned. It.
0: Yeah, there's no way you're gonna understanding dreams. Oh oh I skipped a bunch of stuff at the very Oh wait, no. Okay, anyway, uh, we'll just I for some reason I have the power of realization. I've got like some things the complete memory of waking life.
1: It's it's from the next it's this is the section that it comes from. Oh, okay. The or, becoming aware. Oh, okay. It says uh in the book it says uh not to be confused with very vivid dream. A lucid dream is the present moment realization that you're dreaming. A sudden self reflective epiphany of wait a second, like we were talking we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm dreaming. And so like yeah, you just took a note on that. But that's it's basically uh So there's a there's a I I'll there's a difference between That's weird, right? So have you ever had a dream where you've woken up in the dream and you're like, Oh, I liked that dream. And so you've tried to go back to sleep. I've gone back into and I, I've done it. And I've met before too. Yeah. I usually fail, but there have been a few times I've actually been able to get back right into it. Yeah. That's the closest I've ever gotten to like becoming aware that I was dreaming.
0: Yeah. is It's not that you're aware, but you're like, I like that dream. I want to get back into that yeah, dream. Exactly. And guess what?
1: You got back into it. And so it's kind of close to the same thing, but it's not because I wasn't aware while I was in it. I was only aware as I woke up. So that's the closest I've ever gotten to actually being coming aware.
0: Okay, so I think the power of realization thing I got. I mean, sorry to, is that you have a memory. <clears throat> if you realize you're you're in in a dream, you can you have a memory of your waking life. You can think lot suddenly. You know, in a lucid dream. Oh, maybe this is part of like how a lucid dream would be different from regular dreaming that you'd be able to think you can think logically you can make decisions in your dream. Cause most of the time it's just pushing you through it. Yep. You're walking through it and going, trying to go to class and get your credits and you know, whatever you're, you're not, you don't have any control over it. You're just doing what it, you're being told to do. And then, and then you, you can also explore the dream landscape. So that's that I guess that's kind of again the your trigger, you know, there's triggers and then and then there the what am I trying to say? The what the power of being lucid in a dream is is that you can actually be aware, actual aware. Yeah, like you are in regular. You have life. all
1: your mental faculty available to you and you're able to like make decisions. Yeah, you can and- be like,
0: you know what? forget i i'm not i'm not worried like okay in my case at being at school again trying to get yeah. those dumb credits i'm like you know what forget this i'm not going to worry about i know i know this is a dream and you know what i'm going to do i'm going to go i'm going to go date that girl that i always liked in high school or sure. something you know or something like that you could yeah. you could suddenly change it or i'm going to go i'm going to go try out for the football team you know and suddenly you can crazy. fly or you know whatever yeah some yeah you could you could imagine if you could do that imagine if you could in your dream be able to go back to high school and do the things you didn't you know you wish you could have done yeah like uncle rico remember he's like, yeah man i could, I could have football. made that what do you how much you want to bet i can i can throw that football over that mountain over there <laughs> <laughs> that's a napoleon dynamite
1: <laughs> i love that i i did too i i I had to rewatch that show (laughs) but
0: anyway (laughs) so but so all of a sudden imagine that you if being able to have some kind of control over your dream and not just walking through it and most see most of the time it seems like my dreams are panicky or frustrated or
1: yeah and those are easy to tie into like it's easy for you to think like this is why I had this dream because I'm stressed about this particular job, or I'm stressed about the future, or in you, or I had this experience happen and years not, ago that never got resolved. I don't yeah, think. And, and there's
0: not even we're not even dismissing that. Yeah, either
1: no, that, those are valid. Yeah, that's all we think they are. And yeah, then it's, and that's all they're they're insubstantial after that.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so you've, you've got, you know, like, whoa, this is a pretty, po- could be a powerful thing. So the question is, can anybody do it?
1: So when, the th- and they, and of course they say anybody can do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like, how do they know that? I, I get it that they, I mean, how do they, I they just, is it just like a,
0: May- maybe they go like this. Cause these guys work with people for lucid dreamings dreams to get them into it. So they're like, They work with people and people that want to have it, have it happen. It's not like something, you know,
1: you don't have like the right, uh, the right chemistry to do it. Yeah.
0: It's not, it's not anything they they've had success with all different kinds of people, I guess. So it says, uh, most people have had a lucid dream. They said most people have had a lucid dream. Or at least realize
1: that they were dreaming when they were dreaming. Which is a definition of a lucid dream. Yeah. Whether they whether they were able to control to anything. manipulate anything or actually like take advantage of it is not what they asked.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, you know, and they're ha- I think even I have had yeah. to where I'm like, Oh wait, it's just a dream, you know? Yeah.
1: And that's if that's when all he, it, they're asking, then I, I think most people have had it. Yeah. Which is a good evidence when they say anybody can do it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point.
0: Um, the only thing one needs is for you to real recognize the dream state. So you got to be able to. The only thing you need to be able to lose a dream is you need to be able to recognize that you're in the dream state. Okay, and they they lay out. Okay, so they they said they said that everybody's can lose a dream, but they lay out criteria for it the people that will be able to do it things necessary to a dream you have to have a decently intelligent brain you know yeah you, you, yeah not be uh patience and free time that's it those are the three things they have so if you got if you got
1: that you know then you're it's not necessarily on the list here but i think it's implied one of i think a lot of people today if if one of the struggles with people being able to lucid dream is a lot of people don't really get enough sleep. Yeah. You know? And so <laughs> I know a lot of people that like claim they sleep like four hours a night, you know? And, uh, I don't know how, yeah. And I don't know if that's, if that's real or just claims, but I think that you have to be able to, for myself, um, you have to be able to, you have to be able to give you enough, give yourself enough time to sleep. Mm-hmm. In order to have like really healthy dreams.
0: Well, that's one of the that's one of the big keys to this is, and espe well especially nowadays too, you're probably sitting on your phone right before you go to bed. Yep. Yeah. You know, and and you know, people talk about like blue light blue and light, stuff, yeah. and that supposedly that you know triggers your brain to think it's daylight. Yeah. You know, and so not it's not you yeah. yeah, not time to go to bed. Yeah, um, are and all of a sudden you jacked. turn off your phone finally, and then you just go lay down. It's like, well, the sun just set or something, you know? exactly. But you know whether that's that's a hundred percent true or not. We're busy doing other things, and we're not setting ourselves up to be able to be exactly. restful. You probably just read the, you know, some news or something, yeah. or
1: that's a, that's about. And we're not talking. We're not talking about it on this episode, but that's basically circadian rhythms. Our body is like a clock, and we are really bad today at setting ourselves up. Yeah, for that, and so um, that's why was one of the reasons, probably not to be opinionated, but we have such a bad healthy. we we're, a lot of us are unhealthy. Yeah, because we don't take care of that, and then and so probably also unhealthy. Uh, if the dreams do do something that is beneficial for us, then yeah, we probably miss out on that too. That benefit. Yeah.
0: Well, so, but anybody can do it, but you've got to take the time to set yourself up for success.
1: Which is this, the same pattern for everything else. Yeah. Like you
0: can do it if you well, want. That, you was, that to was one of the cool things about this, because we just read Marcus Aurelius yeah. stuff, and I was like, this is kind of cool, because it's not just like, oh, you can just do it. It's going to take a little, you know, it's going to take some work. It's going to take repetition and over and over and reminding yourself like Marcus Aurelius did. He's always like, oh, you know, saying the same things over and over. Yep. To pound it into his brain. And this this is gonna take that. So an intel intelligent brain, decently, patience and free time, you got what it takes. Um, and then they they asked the question why you would even want a lucid dream. I can I mean I can imagine myself. I'm like, oh, there's tons of reasons. So they don't have to sell it to me, but they were like, "Oh, there's like adventure and fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, you could probably you can see a dragon. Sure, fight a dragon. I you don't know, know if, be I, a knight or something.
1: I'll just like sc- scope I'll scope it out from a distant mountain. That'll be enough for me. Like through a telescope.
0: I see through a, a telescope. I see a dragon
1: over there, but I'm not going to go fight it.
0: Well, I mean, that's, yeah, but you can also f- face nightmares, which would be, that's probably for more advanced.
1: And probably therapeutic something. too, right? If your nightmares do have something to do with like.
0: Yeah, with what, what you, with what's going on in yeah. waking life. Yeah. You know, if it is a psychological thing. Yeah. I mean, but, and that's part of the whole, but even religion and stuff is being, you know, facing your demons. Yep you know so your metaphor facing something you know um creativity and inspiration was interesting
1: yeah there's a lot of examples of you could of see
0: yeah people writing songs after a lucid dream oh yeah they had the yesterday by uh that paul paul, McCart- or not, paul uh, mccartney uh, wrote yeah yeah he he heard the 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 the, the uh, tune is in yeah. his, in, a, in a dream um creative problem solving and then healing and self knowledge; those are just all just some reasons they could come up with,
1: and they're all good reasons, Mark.
0: Yeah. Was there any? Well, I guess there was Paul McCartney, but who else came up with a? Who else came up with something cool in a dream? That was more than just Paul McCartney writing yesterday. Oh, uh, they have. <laughs> they gave. A, they gave a few examples. Um,
1: let's see here yeah well, I guess the main one is Paul McGurry, they yeah. got okay it's fine. he also is also the let it let it be was also from a dream that let it be let it oh be. yeah, that one was apparently uh, a voice that he heard in the dream over and over. let it be yeah, and so but uh,
0: oh, that was the thing the guy that invented the sewing machine. Oh, yeah. The he had, this or is the the guy, the singers. So the guy that uh, he had a dream of being attacked by cannibals. And he took note of the cannibal's spears and they had holes in the in the in their spearheads. tips. Yeah. In the sharp tips. And actually, that's how I applied this concept to his new invention. The first working sewing machine.
1: He thought that'd be you can like string a piece of thread through that. And
0: yeah. Yeah. Somehow that that triggered that. Um, so anyway, I mean, Martin Luther King, he had a dream. Am I right?
1: (laughs) It's often, it gave examples of like Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I don't know how, uh, Mark, let's see here. Oh, the periodic table was apparently. Oh yeah. From a dream from a Russian guy, Dmitry Mendeleev. Yeah. So, I
0: mean, there's been people that have, have actually whatever was in their dream, has been, ma- they've made manifest in real life too. You know, they've taken it from the dream into real life. So there's helpful things. Brands like suffering over here with allergies.
1: Oh, uh, you can't hear anything? No, I'm not. You can't hear anything, can you?
0: Anything. I, no, nobody can, but I <laughs> I, I see your face They're like trying not to sneeze. So, and the another thing that um, people say is that they don't dream. Have you ever heard anybody say that? Yeah, I say that. Brandon I said, that. said that. Yeah, yeah I, a couple I, weeks I, ago.
1: I, up until I read this book, I used to say that often. <laughs> now I know I'm wrong, but yeah. So I used to say because I thought I believed it because like people would like there's a few people every everybody knows or else every, or some people some of us are these people, but always, I have a few people in my life that I know that like often like oh I had this dream last night and I'm always in my in my mind I'm always like that must be nice. To dream about things, because I never do, right? You do, Brandon. I do. What I have noticed is that um, there's been recently. I've been taking this like this uh, this um, herbal supplement to help me calm down my brain before I go to bed. Is
0: it LSD? Like, oh,
1: almost. <laughs> no, yeah. but I've been taking this uh, concoction that I got up my hands on Anyways, it's nothing illegal but the point is is and it's been helping me sleep better okay and since i've been taking that i have been and if i get if i go to bed at the right time right yeah if i if i'm negligent and i stay up till one in the morning that's my fault yeah if i have to get by six i can't do it uh if i go to bed on time and i actually sleep a healthy and i go i get into a nice good sleep yeah i've had a ton of dreams over the last few months so yeah,
0: it makes sense. So maybe
1: maybe the thing's helping you make go into a deeper sleep. Yeah, too. I think it's just people. But yeah, the point is, and it mentions it in this book, is there it people that say, I don't dream. But yeah,
0: it's, well, the book makes the point, people who don't dream really just don't remember their dreams. That's what they mean to say, yeah. Yeah. And then they say that we dream two hours a night, and that's six years that's over crazy. our whole life.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy. So when you think what there's that.
0: something going on. I mean, we know that sleep obviously is helpful. It's there to to re reset our body can to heal us and you know whatever. So why wouldn't dreaming too be helpful? Yeah. you know um, oh, and then it goes into why do we dream here, Brandon, I feel like I'm reading a lot actually there's a quote on page 21 okay um i'll read the why do we dream our brains need to reboot they say future rehearsal making connections among thoughts and emotions and then uh randomness sometimes things are just random page 21 there's a good quote i'm on it now um
1: the byproduct one i don't think that was a good quote but that's your i mean so, yeah, that what the heck. So basically uh the three there's three uh big um theories about why we dream because we the, we don't we actually don't know why we dream, right? But the three yeah, the three big cool. theories are is that our brains are like like a computer, we need to defragment yeah. a little bit, right? And that's what computers do. They have to like sort the memory and the the hard disk data to bite like, so it functions better. When it runs next, mm-hmm. right? The other, the other idea is what you, Mark you just mentioned. Yeah. Have you
0: ever? Have you ever? Just, I mean, not to interrupt you, but the reboot thing. How? What's the longest you've ever gone without sleep?
1: Probably like a couple of days. A couple of days.
0: And how was your brain? It was fried. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I couldn't think right.
0: I mean, yeah. I've gone, you know, probably twenty four hours, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But know, yeah,
1: it's something similar for me, yeah. but
0: at least, you know, and you're you just can't function.
1: You might as well like, and that's the thing is like there are Supposedly people you, you die. Well, you there's a, there's a, there's a cases of people dying, right? That stayed up too long to play like a video game or something. Really? Yeah. There's like a there's like he died doing what he loves. Well, there's a case of a guy. I don't know if it was in Korea or in China, but some guy was like. He played his. He was involved in one of those online online multiplayer games. It wasn't League of Legends, was it? No, I think it was Warcraft or something. Oh, okay. Or EverQuest. It was an older Warcraft. One. Those guys are really those guys. But he apparently he played for like, like four or five straight days, and ended up dying, just uh, like just just like that. Um, that's crazy. But the other thing though is there's also like if there's recommendations about like. If you are, if you are trying to study for a test, and you have a test the next day, yeah. and you are worried about not knowing the data or the information that you need to know for your test, mm-hmm. there is a whole like, well, it's better for you just to get a night's sleep, and then try and study before the test in the morning than it is to just stay up all night, yeah, trying to test, yeah. trying, to, trying to study because you are not gonna, it's gonna be less effective. You are you are not gonna be able to get much done. Well, think about
0: like what's a, there. One of the the form of torture is to keep people awake. Oh yeah. And it drives them crazy and they'll admit to anything like, Oh, I can't imagine that would be the worst.
1: My, uh, my youngest, uh, youngest child, my four year old, any, any kids like this, if they've been up too long, they're a crank. Oh yeah. Like it's like your life is miserable. Like let them go to sleep. Mm hmm. You know, so yeah, it makes sense. Well, that's why like insomnia is such
0: like will just drive people nuts. There's,
1: I can't get sleep. I just, yeah.
0: you know, just not able
1: to function. It's just got to be horrible. Could keep going, Brandon. The future rehearsal is is the theory that people that the people's dreams are simply a safe environment for us to make connections among different thoughts and emotions, kind of where we a place where we can prepare to, for future events. Yeah, and kind of or even make
0: sense of what happened throughout the day yeah like
1: process or, things yeah
0: put it in order kind of like okay well and um,
1: apparently the most um
0: oh that's the randomness
1: yeah apparently the most uh what was it what is it i'm looking for it they... the definitive yeah the the most the most recognized of the theories today is one from 1977, scientists Alan Hobson and Robert McCarley. And of this theory is that dreams are a byproduct of random neural firing. Our frontal lobe tries to organize it into a story line. And basically, in essence, they are just suggesting that, that dreams are just gibberish.
0: Yeah, but they're it's still trying to... They're su- they're, suge- but they in their suggestion, they're saying it's trying to make sense of what's going on. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. So that's I most, don't know why that's funny that I put that for the quote because probably looking for a quote. I was like, that's the one that says that they're just random. So I mean, and th- those probably all th- all three of those are somewhat why we dream. You know, I mean, some of it's random, some of it's making sense, some of it's what was the other one. Rebooting. Yeah. So, it's like Control Alt Delete thing. Wait, what does that do? Turn off the computer? Well, it c- close. You can close yeah. different tabs. Yeah, yeah. I Think how many tabs you probably have open.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Like, yeah, close. It, clean
0: up garbage. Like, garbage collection. Like some, uh, my wife like uh, on her fu- She used to like on her browser. Mm-hmm. One time she was closing stuff, and I counted at least two hundred.
1: over time it builds up right yeah so it
0: slows down your computer you got to close those things Uh yeah so shout out to her
1: yeah that's a good i wonder before she did that you should have checked and maybe like looked what the world record was she could have
0: been close yeah (laughs) like why is my thing running so slow um okay so now the dream experience this is um, where do we go when we dream and they say that um, that our dreams take place in our unconscious or subconscious mind
1: which are apparently the same thing yeah another thing that I didn't realize they prefer
0: yeah because I, I, you always hear but I've always
1: used them as two different terms yeah unknowingly and i think i knew what i meant by it i I always meant unconscious is where like you're just basically off Mm -hmm. and subconscious is when like you're you are um you're like you're like partially there apparently that you're always sub you're always partially there We we just don't realize it think about
0: okay suddenly everything that we supposedly know the world through our sight, hearing, smell, touch, taste is all closed off, right? Mm-hmm. But in our in our unconscious mind, all that suffix still exists somehow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so real that we don't know that we're dreaming. This is weird. Like, people are like, oh, if I grab, you know, touch something, I know is real, you know? And sure. It's like, well, if you didn't. How do you know that? You yeah. don't. You, your dream, and you don't realize you,
1: it's not, it's not not real or not real. Correct. You know? There's very little, not to go crazy here, but there's very little evidence that are, that what we call our waking life is not actually the same type of programming right we don't know
0: oh there's bees flying around brandon
1: we know yeah okay we have have evidence now yeah that's the thing is for all purposes our dreams are just as real as this is Mm -hmm. um yeah that might throw me out as a having a lot of speculation about what dreams might be but what this life is but the thing is it's like we when it comes to... They just barely figured out in this. They barely, they were barely proven in the 70s that there is such a thing as lucid dreams. There's so much we don't understand about dreams. But we claim... And the, and because of that, on the same... Here, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me put it like this. So... There's this whole... This whole topic that we have is about... Is about becoming... Is about having a lucid dream, right? Becoming aware of what's going on in the dream, right? But that also applies to... And most of us just dream and dream and dream, and we don't really, we're not really like, we're not steering, we're not in control. Yeah, that's how our life is too. Well, yeah, and we waking spend life most of us. We spend are... most of our life just autopilot, autopilot too. Yeah. And how often in life do we have those moments of like lucidness where we kind of stop and everything we start seeing the code in the walls, like oh wow. Yeah, where we're, we're actually
0: while, like. B- even being really fully aware awake or aware. Yeah. Those you know, same rules life.
1: often apply in real life too. That's true. Principle of correspondence, right? It's like the and, same and, as above, sub so below.
0: Yeah. And saying like, kind of like if the unconscious, if we don't know we're in a dream, like, or how powerful our unconscious mind is, how powerful, how much of an effect is it having actually, outside of our dream life it's probably having a huge effect too sure yeah so maybe maybe uh being being able to become lucid in your dreams will make you become Mm. more lucid in your life good point or to be able to see like oh my unconscious i'm i'm
1: automatically going through this thing you know i mentioned in here one of the examples of the historic of peoples and cultures that have used have Used lucid dreaming as Tibetan monks, right? Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself when I was reading through that, I'm like, you know, it's how interesting that not only are they conscious in their dreams, but they're also more conscious than most people in In their their life. life Yeah. So, well, yeah, they're taking it the extra an extra
0: step because there's there's a whole thing called Tibetan dream yoga. Sure. Yeah. And they're actually meditating in their dreams. Yeah. Like. What? Yeah, like it's These incep- guys are conception
1: almost, right? The dreaming within a dream, yeah. or the yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, so you get you're 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 in your unconscious mind. You know, you're in the world that your unconscious mind has created. You know, and and sending you different. And they say our dreams are a mix of personal symbols, archetypes and waking life details. That's what it, that's all the things that we're seeing are. And then, th- you know, the, a lot of uh, like Sigmund Freud and stuff is like, oh, well, this means this. If yeah, you see exactly. a pyramid or whatever that means. And it's like, well, yes. no, everybody's. Yeah. He had he had to like come up with
1: like a, a meaning for everything. And yeah. then usually for Freud, he usually, his meanings usually all targeted the same things. But, uh, you Know everything it had to do with like a parent issue, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah, the Oedipus,
0: thing. yeah, you want to have sex with your mother, yeah. and Kill everything, your father, yeah,
1: everything had to do with that, and so, um, everything he saw, but yeah, but Sigmund Freud's one of Sigmund Freud's students, right, was uh, Carl Jung, yeah, and uh, he did a lot of and talked about that in this book, too. He he went, he basically took it the extra mile, mm hmm.
0: Yeah, well, so there's a a quote here in page 26. Inside your skull is an infinite world filled with clouds, beasts, memories, fears, old friends, and entire cities. And each and every night you have access to this boundless landscape. Uh, Is it the subconscious that we're visiting or is it somewhere else beyond the scope of our current understanding? Who knows?
1: i don't i had a
0: <clears throat> a realization oh. waking up and went from one of my dreams and not not a realization but just a thought did you and, you, and did you write it down and, and i wrote it down oh i can't wait to hear this okay is that your private like journal it's 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 my private it's my dream journal oh i so can't wait to like,
1: okay i can't wait
0: well no it's not well it better be good it was kind of i was i was writing down a dream and then I and then I had a side note thought as I was writing it down in the morning. Sometimes you have those oh, yeah. interesting thoughts, and I said, "And this is going to probably sound stupid, but no, it won't. Go ahead." But it's an interesting idea. It says, "What if dreams are reinforcements of the simulation of the memories that we think we had? We have life is illusion, etc. And dreams are programs that nightly play in our mind." to reconfirm the illusion of oh, our reality good point because in the dream i was having it was about there was a so- a certain song that somebody wanted to play and the whole thing was we were like oh yeah i remember when i was a kid and you were talking about it that uh-huh. in the dream and it's like yeah let's do that song you know and i was like and so while i was writing down that dream i was like what if like this is reinforcing the idea you know that you that you that was a memory you had so it's all re i don't know it's just a thought yeah
1: uh, dreams so dreams are a mechanism to uh, enforce the illusion
0: yeah okay that's really good that's the, that's the, po- i that's mean or, or they're they're planting memory earth memories that we thought we we think we have like yeah. oh i remember
1: that yeah it's like oh yeah of course that's so i remember that happening
0: it's like the mand. there's that whole mandela effect which i'm not totally sure what it was that means Hmm. but people remember things a certain way okay and then they find out that's not the way it was yeah totally they're like what that didn't happen exactly i have had that happen before i think
1: it was often actually
0: like and then there's anyway i I actually i
1: can't think of because it's like an affirmation it's like a it's like an affirmation the more you tell yourself something the more you you do it and see it and you believe it yeah and the more real it is so if it was a matrix kind of thing, they're implanting
0: false memories into our yeah, mind. Yeah. And like you have this whole landscape of, you know, of, of things and everybody's getting those same memories put, and
1: put we're, in their brain. And we're not, and we're not necessarily meant to be like awake in them, but sometimes or, and we're not even meant to like see them. They're supposed to be happening, right? And, but they're not meant, I mean, we do see them, but that's not the, that's not the main function of them. The main function is to like reiterate and reestablish things that we should be doing. and thinking. Yeah. And, uh, un- unfortunately for the the machines and the matrix, right. But we just, <laughs> some people have figured out how to like become awake and aware in them.
0: Mm-hmm. And what? control them, man. But anyway, that was just a random thought. Sometimes you, I mean, has that ever happened to you where you wake up? Yeah, and you have like this idea that seems so brilliant. Yeah, and I, then all of a sudden,
1: it's not so brilliant.
0: Well, and you don't write it down, then you forget what it was. Oh, too. sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. I thought you meant what I've 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 had often a situation. Yeah, where I have a like dream, oh, and like oh sweet, this is like a I, I, <laughs> I can't. This seem... is like a totally epiphany here. Yeah, and then at, later on in the day when I tell like, somebody what? about it, I have a hard time like expressing like how valuable it actually is. Like, yeah, and you're... then I start to doubt myself. Like, yeah, that's kind of dumb.
0: Well, I'm saying maybe, maybe, possibly, if you had written it down, yeah, it like it might have been in a more pure form sure. because as you're yeah, as as your as you wake up, the memory starts. Your memories fade really quickly. Yeah, of the dream, I don't remember. It's further on here. They talk about like how quickly it goes away. Anyway, well, let's just keep going um oh and then they go through the history of the dreams
1: yeah in different cultures and i was and like stuff.
0: well i was like okay we know gilgamesh epic of gilgamesh yeah how many times did he dream he had a couple different dreams yeah and they were important they actually were signs for them oh we're gonna go do this you know and stuff so
1: yeah they, they took him seriously yeah there's a lot of old a lot of old, a lot of old stories have reference to dreams.
0: Yeah. Well I was saying Enoch and the Giants. Remember the Giants came to Enoch? They're yeah. like,
1: We're having these really bad dreams. Yeah, crazy. That's yes, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah they're right. like
0: I mean the 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 ancients put importance to their dreams. You know, and they they possibly were able to you know, to use those dreams as a foretelling of the future. Well, and that's the thing is... And, and God was sending those dreams specifically to warn them. So I was saying that they thought that dreams were important. In the Bi- in the Bible, they thought that, you know, God actually was talking to you through dreams.
1: They clung that's on to this forget. old... They, they clung on to the old kind oh, of like... Goodness. uh hermetic concept that there's no nothing is coincidence, everything has a reason. Yeah. You know, things just don't happen. There's always a reason for it. And so when you think that way, then yeah, why would you believe that a dream is just like a random, you know, series of, you know, events in your mind that just playing out. It's not random at all. There's there's meaning to it all.
0: I wasn't saying if you're a believer in like the Bible. Sure. You can't dismiss the power of dreams. Sorry.
1: Yeah, you can't do it.
0: I mean, because actually we were looking earlier. Genesis 23. God came to Abimelech a, a in a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genesis 20, 12, uh, the This is Jacob's ladder. Uh, he dreamed and behold, a ladder reached to heaven. Um, God came to Laban the Syrian in a dream, in third chapter thirty. Uh, Joseph the dreamer of dreams. Well, yeah, there was
1: there was tons of dreams. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean Pharaoh had a dream. Yep. And what was everybody was having dreams
1: in those sto- that stories?
0: Yeah, that's I mean you had the guys in the prison with him that had two different dreams. That's right. And they foretold both of their futures. I mean the whole according to the Bible the whole. Egypt was saved from suffering really badly under the seven year famine because of Pharaoh's dream and the interpretation by, you know, Joseph, but yeah. Um. Anyway, there, I mean, I was wondering if, uh, if Mary's, that's what I was. That's what uh, you were wondering. I was like, we I wonder started. if Mary, Mary, but Isaiah, like, I mean, you know, his vision is like the vision of Isaiah the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah. So, I mean, uh, he saw a vision, but there's things in in here that he's taken up. He sees all these symbols that's they're, you know, that, uh he's he's being washed clean and you know like uh, put it yeah uh, the coal the coal on his lips yeah. and but he sees these angels with s- six wings and stuff and yeah flying through the heavens and he's taken around I mean Enoch whenever he's taken up the heavens, sees all kinds of crazy stuff it's like stuff that in your waking life you don't you can't see you're right it would seem to be it's a dream. And then God can speak to you through through that that you know that's,
1: limitless Maybe that's why we don't see angels with six wings in life. I don't see angels with any wings. Because if what I'm saying is maybe that's why nothing too strange happens in life. Because if we saw those things we'd be like what? And then we would we would like become aware. Like, Wait a second! That can't happen, right? And so things have to be as, as, uh, logical and un and normal as possible, right? Yeah. You see, that, that's the first thing is when people are like, "What if he saw this?" Like, and the first thing I think of, I I just go, "Jump off a cliff!" I don't want to live in that life, you know. But um, sounds like you're afraid of dragons. You said yeah. you wouldn't even go sure. in your dream, Brandon. But that's the thing is like. Maybe that's why in in waking life everything's just so boring and normal, because well or
0: okay okay what you did what happened it's not it's not boring and normal because remember or try to remember when you were a kid and your thoughts and stuff about everything was so, but you've organized it to make sense to you.
1: Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe
0: our dreams are actually. Our unconscious trying to like what the heck i can't i'm trying to I'm trying to keep this under control and keep the illusion going because it's just so crazy out there there you go yeah I don't know hey, we're I'm gonna... saying but you you you've you don't see i think our let's mind, look out the
1: window together here,
0: our mind like <laughs> <laughs> like actually overlooks things you know intentionally. Yeah. And in life. Like we're not see, we're not even seeing real everything in reality because our mind can't take everything in.
1: No, exactly. You're right.
0: I don't know. So Deep. actually we're we're glu- gazing through a lens darkly. Darkly. Into the world. Yeah. The actual living world. And maybe our unconscious mind is trying to somehow yeah like make sense of it being like you're lying to yourself man sure
1: but the thing is is about these stories of um these visions and stuff what what by definition like what is it how do we know if there's any difference in vision and dream Don't. You, you know we hear about these like oh isaiah's vision like, well, this person's was, vision
0: this it says it was during the day
1: you know, some, yeah, like oh they weren't. Yeah. Well, exactly. Jacob,
0: yeah, Jacob's ladder wasn't
1: during the day. It was at night. He was But sure. But like we don't really have any kind of like for all purposes the, the same thing.
0: It doesn't but it doesn't make it any less real. Correct. And that's the that's what the, that's what they're trying to do is like, well that was just a dream. Exactly. And dreams don't mean anything, and that's it's an like, evidence that
1: we've we've totally like <laughs> you're basing it on some guy's deprecated the like, significance well, of dreams in our yeah. culture today. Yeah, is someone can say, "Oh, I had this vision," and you start just you start um, articulating what your vision was about, and then someone says, "Ah, that was a dream."
0: Yeah,
1: it's like, "Oh, okay, you're right. Never mind. None of that means anything anymore because yeah. it was a dream, not a vision." Well, yeah. The, the, yeah, they
0: just dismissed it because they don't understand what possible what dreams possibly even are,
1: and that's what uh, in a different in a different book that you I was, you gave me and I was looking at recently. That's actually what um, uh, apocalypse actually means, right? What the revealing or what was it
0: unveiling or something?
1: Yeah, it, I don't. I'm not gonna be able to find it, but basically, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... Um,
0: dang it!
1: I think it says it right at the
0: beginning in the first. Where was like? Well, who knows? Yeah, we
1: definitely don't know. Oh, there it means it means uncovering. Yeah. So, just. Visions are really just dreams, or a form of dream, right? Whether you're uh, whether you're sleeping in your bed at night or you are fatigued and, and taken up in a way, mm-hmm. there's not really a difference.
0: Well, and then but visualization, you know, that's you can't. People who invent stuff, they actually have to have it in their mind before it becomes reality. I guess this goes. Hmm, yeah. What was it that we were talking about? Where that was like. We were talking about things. Don't you? You have to envision it, and then it you make it come to reality. Well, we. So, would you say that that invention doesn't exist because it's just in their mind?
1: A, a good point. And we've had that we, we we've had that topic several times now. Yeah. So anyway,
0: so guys, quit dissing dreams. Yeah, man. don't diss do dreams. Not cool. Okay, now we get into the part where I can get away from my notes good and just start looking through the book it says okay to master lucid dreaming brandon okay you first need to remember your dreams
1: yeah see that's the key that's the first point first key yeah if you don't remember them then you're not gonna
0: yeah be able to lucid dream oh they go through the the uh whole thing with rem sleep in the stages do you want to go through this? Yeah. This is pretty interesting because then you, 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 this is good because it kind of lays it out, you know, that how, wh- when exactly you are dreaming. It's on page 44. 44. There okay. Um, there's a guy,
1: Eugene Sternsky. Uh,
0: yeah. He had an old EEG
1: machine. So back in the 1950s, Eugene Assyrnski was dead broke and trying to support his family. Even though he never obtained an undergraduate degree, he had managed to convince the University of Chicago to let him attend as a graduate student. He must have been smart then. Yeah. Dusting off an old EEG machine found in the basement of a university building, Asernsky hooked electrodes to the scalp of his son, Armand, studying his sleep patterns. The young wannabe yeah. scientist took note of some curious readouts. During certain periods of the night, Armand's sleep bra- sleeping brain would suddenly shift as if his brain were wide awake. Okay,
0: so that's pretty... Yeah. He's like, what the heck? Like, all of a sudden, for all intents and purposes, if if a scientist was to look at the brain patterns that were going on at a certain, only at certain periods mm-hmm. during the night... They would think that the subject was awake. Um, now skip down to the neck, the paragraph after the next
1: one, the, right? Like here. But but after several more studies with additional subjects, the anomaly seemed to be real enough. He brought in a veteran sleep scientist, Nathaniel Kleitman, and two be- and the two began to notice that during this stage of sleep. The heart rate and breathing quickened and blood pressure rose. That's probably how like your like smartwatch can tell when you're doing your if rare... you're if you're yeah. going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. They noted that about four or five times during a given night, their subjects' brains would suddenly shift, like a radio changing its frequency, to a very active and wakeful brain state. At the same time, the subject's eyes would move rapidly back and forth under closed eyelids.
0: Yeah, so the, it says the uh, two men proved that despite previous thinking, dreaming is not synonymous with sleep, okay? It's not. Dreaming occurs during a specific time within sleep. So you're not there. So this is going to be, this is one of the keys um, to being able to hack into your, you know, lucid dreaming yeah so that's why they go over this um it's on the little thing below it says rem sleep and wakefulness are essentially similar brain states like it said during the day our experience is shaped by the sensory input coming from the external world but when we dream our attention is turned inward our thoughts and memories become the active agents in creating our experience so imagine just how powerful the mind is. As what I'm saying. Mine, like,
1: mine is very powerful.
0: Well, you're creating a whole world with everything because your senses, all that stuff's turned off. So it's like, wow, we got some powerful brains.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't, our brain doesn't do things concurrently very well. So apparently it has to do a lot of maintenance mode. Yeah. First, and then you can get into the the rem right yeah uh, r e m well that that's the thing is that
0: uh all of this stuff seems to have here you want another one to be essential, okay, brandon, we got a bunderbird fever tree, oh. <laughs> You got a Fentimans. Have you had Fentimans ginger beer? Um, have have we, we had it?
1: Oh no, we had Fentimans something else. Yeah, we had Fentimans um, burdock. It was a burdock drink, yeah. right?
0: Burdock root. Oh. Anyway, I was like, I I saw, I found this at that place, that soda or the candy place.
1: Yeah, that you mentioned before. Yeah, Fentimans. Yeah, this is from, just to let huh? you
0: know you don't have to drink all that because that's full sugar. You know, yeah, okay.
1: If uh, any of you listening are from the United Kingdom, this is a product of your uh, home.
0: Thank you for sending it over. Thank you for sending it. Across this. the pond, as they say.
1: Across the pond.
0: Well, so um, what were we talking about? Oh, so dreaming is probably an essential part of of brain, you know, rebooting your brain somehow. Like yeah. I said, Maze May, is a good.
1: It's different.
0: Let me try that. Do we have
1: one? Yeah. Dang it. (laughs) I'm not
0: going to buy two Fendemans. I've been burned by them too many times. Okay, take a drink.
1: It kind of has like a cough syrupy taste to it.
0: What the heck? That's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. It's not too good. That's not ginger
1: beer. Okay, Brandy, you don't have to finish it.
0: No, I'm gonna drink no, it. it. what else do you want?
1: No, let me drink this for a little bit. I'll tell you.
0: Because we also have one of those hop waters.
1: This is a uh, oh, that sounds good. This is out of respect for our UK listeners. I gotta finish those Fentimins. Who
0: drank all the fentamines?
1: Interesting. Here, I'll pop you open that the hop water. Oh yeah, you got one of those uh, hops. That one looks a little. That one looks a little uh, potent. A little more yellow than than. Ooh, yellow. baby, that looks good. Wait, do you have more than one of these? Nope. Wait, don't give me
0: everything. I'm telling you, I'm I'm getting rid of all the stuff that I have. Extra
1: stuff, you know. Yep, yeah, that's good. That's it's got, that's better and that's,
0: than that's that's like that that could be just a regular. Okay, this is La, Lagunitas. Hop, uh, hoppy refresher. Yeah, and it's so it's it could be just, I mean, you know, if a substitute for a soda, and there's zero calories, is basically yeah. water and hops.
1: Yeah, it's really good actually.
0: And I think there's some some yeast in there, but it's not non-alcoholic or anything. But it just tastes brewers, brewers yeast. Like actually, if if somebody was was to stop drinking beer, you know, or you know, for some reason mm-hmm. uh they they could go on this and it's it's actually probably better than a NA beer too.
1: Probably. It tastes, just tastes, tastes better. better, yeah. Yeah. Tastes way better actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um so anyway, um oh back back to back to the what we were talking about. So there's there's two main okay Uh, Throughout the night, uh, this is on the REM and stage of sleep. Throughout the night, uh, page 46, uh, we cycle through two main phases of sleep, non-REM and REM. Non-REM is also known as slow wave sleep, is characterized by slow brain waves. Imagine that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, In the beginning hours of sleep, our REM or our dream time is relatively short. Five to ten minutes at the most, okay. And then, as the night progresses, the amount of time spent in REM increases. So our brains more already often, more often, yeah, gotten the rebooting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so now you're going into um longer sleep. So by morning, the other stages of sleep disappear. So this might be part of the reason the guy was it was happening at eight a.m. Is because it was it's at the, the end. end of his sleep. Yeah. So you always think of, we always think of dreaming, in the middle of the night. But yeah. it's actually you're getting the longer periods of dreaming at the end of the, your sleep cycle.
1: So when you're about to wake up, yeah, or when you wa- when you wake up, because how often do you, people wake up in their dream? It's like ah, yeah, I woke up in the middle of a dream. Yeah, yeah, it's because it because your alarm went off.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it says by uh, by morning the other. Uh, stages of sleep disappear and depending on how much sleep you get your last two REM stages can last up to 50 minutes each believe it or not did you want to go through the stages of
1: sleep um stage one so as you lie in bed and begin to feel your body dozing off you're already entering the first stage of sleep this stage is the bridge between our waking and dreaming selves during this transition, you may experience images, lights, and other sensations which are known as hypnogonic imagery.
0: Hypnagogic, I think. Hypnagogic hypnagogic imagery.
1: This is the time where you may experience hypnic jerks. Those random twitches you get where you kick or spasm just before drifting off. Yeah. Heck, I do that in the middle of the day. Yeah. Okay. Or a a natural occurrence that your dog or spouse... (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> May know all too well yeah this stage is commonly known as twilight
0: okay the second stage is your body's prep stage so you fall asleep but you're not quite in deep sleep towards the end of this stage as you prepare for deep sleep your body begins to lower the heart rate as well as your core temperature so it's like grrr, slowing things down
1: and then stage three brandon Welcome to repair mode. That's right. At this point, you're in a deep sleep, like a computer rebooting itself. Your body is rebuilding muscle and bone mass, making repairs to organs and tissue, and strengthening your immune system. We then begin our, our ascent back toward waking and away from deep sleep. Like a roller coaster, we climb back up to the level of stage two, then one, then, finally, REM. Yes! We did it.
0: So your body's rebooted, your brain is. Now it's finally the fun stuff. Your brain activity is so similar to being awake that if a scientist was only monitoring your brain, he or she would have a hard time knowing that whether you're awake or dreaming. So mm, that's cool. That's how it happens. Yeah. So
1: it's not you don't just go into the dream, but it's so, it's so, uh, in the story, we're talking about this one Apersky guy. Um, I think he actually thought his machine was broken. Yeah. At one point.
0: Yeah. Whenever he's doing it with the kid, he's like, yeah. dude, I got, and then all of a sudden, yeah, with his son.
1: Cause he was reading like, like, like he wasn't
0: asleep. Like, wait. And
1: then all of a sudden they tried it with other people and they're like, wait, everybody's doing it. And then other machines are doing it. Yeah. So was like, oh, this was this machine's not broken. Everybody does this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um one of the keys is deliberately catching your last cycle of REM sleep is one of the best tools for inducing a lucid dream.
1: So deliberately catching it.
0: Yeah. Because that's gonna be and one of the reasons is the last your last two cycles of
1: REM sleep
0: are the two longest, up to fifty minutes yeah. each.
1: Yeah, that would suck Dude. that would suck to catch like one of the five minute ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wait, no, no, no. Yeah. All of a sudden things start like rebooting again. Like, wait. Ooh, there's a good okay,
0: there's a good quote by Carl Jung
1: on page fifty one. Good old Carl. Let's see what he says. Oh, I love this quote. I read this earlier too. Yeah. yeah. Who looks outside dreams. Who looks inside awakes. Yeah. That's deep. That's all to Carl Jung too Carl Jungy too. Yeah, I think I'm probably gonna teach my kids that tomorrow in school. Yar, yeah, I think yar, so. yar, get it? Pirate? As, that's pirate. As a, <laughs> I just said pirate, that, I'm pirate, on pirate mode, pirate mode. Like, of Carolina.
0: whoa! Somebody was saying, okay, I heard this thing, and it's, it's speaking of pirates there, but I was like, I don't believe this. Supposedly, the reason they wore patches, I don't know where this came okay, from. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> this was. I thought that I was like, that can't be true. I don't know, but they wore patches because they would be going above deck and below deck a lot. So one eye would be, would, you know, whatever. so whenever they're above deck, I know I was like, I don't believe that, you know, but so whenever they went below deck, they could, they could already see in the dark. They just lift up the eye patch and be able to see.
1: Yeah. Their eye is not exposed. It's not a uh, blind. I was
0: like, whatever. Well, first off you don't have with the one patch, you, you don't have any depth perception. It like screws it up. You know, you don't have, you're not seeing in 3D. And not so every, they're probably walking off the deck, you know?
1: Yeah, not every, uh, <laughs> not every pirate looked like <laughs>
0: the reason. Yeah, I think that's an old, that's a new wives' tale. I've never, I had never heard that until hmm. this last week. And I was like, what? No, it seems like kind of a cool idea, but they're not going above and below deck that much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? And the
0: reason that they had my wooden name. the reason they had wooden legs? No. Oh. No, the reason they had hooks oh. for hands is because they wanted they needed to get a real deep scratch I In, their, get in it. their back. I
1: don't know. I thought you were gonna go on the wooden leg named Smith.
0: A wooden leg named Smith? What was the name of his other leg? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And okay, so he who looks outside dreams who looks inside awakes. Carl Jung, dude. I need to, I got a book I need to get by him. Which one? Um it's one written by this lady, uh, Marie Louise something rather. Okay. One of his students. Okay. But she wrote um he she wrote that alchemy book. Carl Jung and alchemy kind oh, of uh, I've seen it that I, I sent you a picture of yeah okay so it's basically a, a biography of him but okay. it's supposed to be how he developed his system it's supposed to be really good oh I was listening oh. to that red book that you were talking about yeah. that one's really interesting
1: yeah that's his uh tr- that's his journal excerpts from his um journal yeah uh, he was talking about like visions and like yeah. he's just
0: crazy visions
1: you listen to it? They have it on. Is it on LibriVox or on YouTube or something? Um, or it was. It's it? on uh, Audible. Oh, okay. Wow, they had the red book on Audible. Yeah. Jeez. All right. And it's red. Oh, nice. Red and that red. Would, that would that'd be a horrible thing. R E
0: A D. It's
1: red on Audible. Oh, get it? Yeah, It's clicked on. It's marked. <laughs> it's marked red. That was a good joke. I told... <laughs> Classic. Okay.
0: Oh, here's, here's that thing. People would often have their first lucid dream just after discovering that lucid dreaming existed. It was as if once you knew to look for it, it was much easier to find. So they kind of go into, so that opens up the idea because this chapter is called the power of intention. Yeah. Intention. So. Now that you realize, hey, the how that you know that they've shown you how lucid or dreaming works and stuff, and that people can, yep, it's get in it's there. an
1: option like you can do that.
0: Yeah, it's like, so I could do that. Yeah. Well, are you moderately smart? I Intelligent? Hope so,
1: yeah. yeah. I think I
0: think most people say that they are. Do you have? Do you have a little bit of patience to try to work on it? And do you have some time to put into it while well, then? So th- this kind of cool goes into the power of intention and thought and setting intentions. So it goes beyond just your dr- sure. lucid dreaming, but it goes it can go into your life too.
1: Yeah. They even, he even tells a quick story about that too. Basically, it's about like if your intention is to do it, then all of a sudden you're you're going to find yourself being able to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and we won't go through everything, um, we'll kind of skip to how to set an intention. We know what intention is. It's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But setting an intention, um, they go through some steps. Um, uh, like on page 56. Yeah. Okay. Just read the
1: start of it. So here's the first step. Wording is key. To be most effective, and attention should be highly specific. Like, create short, powerful statements that focus your desire. Oh, These are also commonly referred to as uh, affirmations, right? Yeah. Uh, which go back to Marcus Aurelius already. Yeah. So, yeah, your affirmations should be clear and direct. Yeah, you don't want to be like, I oh, want to be you know, a better person. Eventually
0: I want to I want to lucid dream. You want to be like yeah. I'm tonight I'm going to lucid dream, you know. Yeah. Or I'm going to realize I'm dreaming. So you don't want to be you don't want to do a general thing.
1: Or even like like we mentioned earlier, I'm going to be I'm going to be I'm going to be aware of when I hit that second to last or last REM cycle and I'm going to try and jump in there and Be aware of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're.
0: No. You're not going to try. You're going to do. Exactly. Remember Yoda.
1: I I obviously suck at affirmations. But yeah. Yeah.
0: But then. And then they say that number two is like. You want to feel it and see it. Kind of envision it. Like really. You know. I will become lucid in my dreams. You're stating your intention. You're picturing
1: your desire coming to fruition. You know. And these keys are not. Specific to lucid dreaming, like you mentioned, no. yeah, these are just specific to anything you're trying to accomplish. Is it? But it says actually, imagine yourself
0: in a dream, realizing that it's in a dream. You're you're training your brain. Hey, as you're as you're, you know, you're saying it's gonna happen, and then all, and then you're like, and here it is. You know, you imagine yourself in a dream, and you're like, I'm at school, and all of a sudden I realize, wait, I already graduated from school. I got away clean. I don't, you know, so you're you're actually walking yourself through it, you know, through with your imagination.
1: Um, The third one is expectation, right? Yeah. Don't like hope that you'll do it. Mm -hmm. Just plan on it. Like I'm going to do it. Like it's going to happen. Yeah, you're going to bed. You're not.
0: You're going. It's as he goes to bed looking for a lucid dream.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lucid dream tonight. Yeah, be be excited about like I can't wait till I have this lucid dream. Yeah, like it's gonna happen. Yeah, and then the fourth one is make it your dominant thought. Yeah. So that's probably just like, you know, here look, read this highlighted part. If you find yourself thinking about something else. Simply let those thoughts go and gently bring your mind back to your focused intention. See, so you're going to bed. Yeah, shake and it off like you're no. thinking it's just
0: like meditation. Yeah. Where if you're focusing on your breath, and all of a sudden next thing you know, you're think also next you're you're in the middle of some other thoughts about your day or yeah, what's gonna happen in the future, and all of a sudden you just bring it back.
1: I can't wait to lose a dream tonight. <laughs> I'm yeah,
0: there you go Brandon you're
1: on the road and then uh and so, then when you do you you basically like
0: yes it says all that is required to become lucid is to go to bed with confidence expectation and intention to realize when you're dreaming you're dreaming every night unconscious and unaware that you're inside a dream you're doing it every night guess what tonight you're gonna, you're, uh, you're gonna wake up in your dream.
1: Just make sure you go to bed on time, and that you uh, do your part on making the environment. You know, yeah. So,
0: okay, yeah, that'd be great. Now they go to a whole a uh, whole chapter on on uh remembering your dreams because this is a part. This, this is an interesting part because even if you can't lucid dream or whatever, or, okay, I'm not going to put that down in anybody's mind. Yeah. But even if... It's too late, what? <laughs> like, oh, forget it. We just had this pumping up. But I'm saying, or, or even, if you, even if lucid dreaming wasn't possible, okay, if it wasn't, your dreams are important and there's stuff in there that you might be able to connect You know, or if you write them down, you can, you you might be able to,
1: but if you can't remember them, yeah, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, oh, this is it. Here's the key statement. How do you expect to become conscious in your dreams if you can't even remember them? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So there's Sigmund Freud had it.
1: Oh, it's a good one. Good quote. Yeah, are we, are we the same one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyone who pays attention to his dreams over a period of time will have more dreams than usual, which no doubt means that he remembers his dreams with greater ease and frequency. Yeah. See, so he, he
0: anyone who's paying attention to their dreams, is gonna remember their dreams more. Yeah. If you don't, if you're trying to if pay the, attention, if,
1: if you're not even concerned about it, then yeah.
0: Yeah, otherwise you're not giving, um, you're just saying, oh, well, they're not of any worse, so why would I want to remember them? The the last sentence of this paragraph, regardless, or the.
1: Yeah. Regardless of your beliefs, however, you must accept this simple fact of life. You and everyone else on this planet dream every single night. The only question now is whether you're doing so consciously or unconsciously. That's right. I mean, you're. It's happening,
0: whether or not you remember them or not. You're. No, it's, tonight doing will be it. different,
1: obviously. But I've been unconsciously,
0: yeah, dreaming. Most of us are. Um,
1: dream.
0: Uh, I love we, this part. Dreams of oh, little experiences. Greed.
1: We Please. often think of dreams as these fragmented and foggy images that we only sometimes recall after waking up. As we said earlier, this is not the dream, but only the memory of the dream. It might sound crazy, but dreams are real experiences similar to the events and actions in our waking world. As we travel through our dreams, the experiences are vivid and pristine, so much that it, so that it doesn't occur to us that we might be dreaming. It isn't until we wake up that the memories of the dream, the bits we recall afterward, become
0: cloudy. See, so that's interesting because, yeah, when we're in the dream, we don't know it. But whenever we're remembering the dream, that's like, oh, it seemed like fate fuzzy yeah you know and it's like no that was the memory of the dream and they use the example of think back to your favorite birthday you know when you're a kid how does that memory seem does it seem all vivid
1: yeah it's very foggy
0: it's that's yeah.
1: but it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that it wasn't the greatest
0: but you actually you yeah. were there alive with all your senses and everything yeah that's, you know but your memory of that memory is is foggy but it was a real experience
1: yeah the the whole concept of it is really uh powerful i think the the concept that what happens in our dreams are just as significant as what happens in waking yeah possibly i mean like treat them with this respect yeah you know shoot
0: the uh akuar indians did <laughs> Is it of the Ecuadorian Amazon.
1: Oh well, good. Oh yeah,
0: they would share their dreams every morning. They believe their dreams don't belong to the individual but to the entire community. Yeah, there,
1: there's a it's a collective um realm. The Yur- quotes a uh Yurkoi, the Urquoy earlier in the book too. I'm getting I get the feeling that a lot of non modern people had more respect for a lot of indigenous cultures oh, yeah. did you know well the ain't yeah the ancients had a lot i
0: mean but you got to think about
1: too though it's not they didn't just... have tv so like oh what did you dream about last night and everybody was ex- it's exciting we've been so de- desensitized what is it we our, yeah like, maybe that was their TV. Enter- our constant like access to entertainment and like that music and TV, tv dude like it's so dreams are boring to us because like, yeah, we can just turn on like Netflix. Yeah. But back in the day, these are like, oh, let me hear about your dreams last like, night. You wouldn't believe what I dreamed. Check this out. Everybody
0: remember. Okay. I guess that was a vision. <laughs> Cause I was like, remember there was a, the actually that was a vision that they saw the, the one star eating up all the other stars. You yeah. Know, the, the Abraham. Yeah. And thing. the Abraham
1: and the, that was in Jasher. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um, great one, yeah. That's interesting, though. That you have to think that we're we have we're a lot really distracted, yeah. You know, but that, that that people put a lot of emphasis on their dreams, and modern psychology did too, or has. You know, I mean, Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung and and different people have.
1: I like how you say his name the right way, Jung. <laughs> Young,
0: young. I don't know if that's right or not,
1: but um. Oh, I got. I was before my time when I was mentioning healthy sleeping habits earlier, but yeah, yeah, Brandon, you skipped way ahead.
0: So going to sleep, remember set your intention, repeat your affirmation, visualize it, and feel it. You know, feel yourself doing it, and then the healthy sleeping habits. Let's go up here. Let's go
1: for it, Brandon. Yeah, so do something that will relax you, such as taking a hot shower or read. Meditate, draw a sketch, light incense, make a to-do list for tomorrow.
0: Or throw rose petals on the bed. Oh,
1: yes. How <laughs> romantic. Do you follow suit with 50% of Americans and watch TV before falling asleep? Yeah. That recent study wags a finger at you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number two is... um. Oh, yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Go to bed at the same time every night. Yeah. That's, what's funny is we, a thing, lot of us this wake this up the at the chi- same time every morning.
0: cicada or cicada.
1: Ry- Circad- circadian.
0: Oh, or the cicada bu- or those oh, little yeah. plugs. That go just... Yeah, all
1: annoying sound. Yeah. Uh, bed, bath, and the great beyond. Oh, that's a play on words. How clever. So have a good, comfortable place to sleep, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh. And I un you know what? Unfortunately a lot of people don't do that either. We think that I would I thought that one point people were like, Yeah, your bed needs to be a place where you can sleep, right? Yeah. I remember like when I was years ago I used to do um pest control. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people wouldn't want me to come in the house and spray. I can't tell you how many times I walked into someone's master bedroom and on their bed was just like just junk and stuff. Like, like, and like, they sleep on the same bed, and they have like twelve packs of soda on their bed, and like weeks of mail on the corner of the bed, and like, mm-hmm. and like, people don't
0: respect the place they sleep. Yeah, they're they're so they're having to, <laughs> they're they're fitting themselves around. Yeah, like they like they have to they like piled up.
1: Yeah, they have to like find a place to sleep on their bed because it's so full of other stuff. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's interesting, so keep your bed as keep your sleeping place a place that's uh uh comfortable and uh peaceful
0: and then this one oh,
1: it's a lovely one right well,
0: yeah, you don't have to read the little thing at the beginning, but okay. we can re- skip
1: to the the whole alcohol, alcohol, yeah yeah so stimulants stimulants alcohol, tobacco, marijuana, and coffee actually affect your dreaming negatively each substance has a different set effect such as suppressing REM and extending the stage of deep sleep. You certainly don't have to change your lifestyle completely, but since these substances are not conductive to dreaming, try to minimize minimize your intake while preparing for a lucid dream.
0: Yeah, so they're not, he's not saying, oh,
1: you know, but just be aware that. Just don't
0: do not right before you go to sleep. I've heard about uh, people with marijuana. I remember Joe Rogan was talking about. How they they were doing this November thing where they don't do anything for the month? Yeah, he's like, dude, my dreams are so vivid.
1: Oh, I bet crazy. He's like, it's
0: just crazy. I'm having these crazy dreams, like, and because marijuana does affect your remembering your dreams. Sure, possibly. I mean, not to say that you're not having them, but, but I mean, I, you know, marijuana can. Uh, affect your short-term memory and stuff so yeah that that might be possible so you just don't remember them you're still having them but but you want to do everything you can if you're trying to get into the lucid dreaming thing you know you don't it's not like you have to just quit everything or whatever but if you're specifically trying to get in there you know or remember your dreams yeah respect your respect yeah just get yourself it's part of preparing for it
1: so, so that's that's going to bed now we that talk about waking up, right? yeah,
0: okay, um, and this is talking about waking up um to have dream recall, not just if you're waking up, sure, but also if you're waking up out of a dream, so you've done all everything you prepare, and all of a sudden you're waking up and you realize you had you're having a dream Mm -hmm. okay so you want to wake up slowly and motion motion motionlessly
1: i think this is another problem that we have with people not today they're not being respect for dreams and a lot of people not remembering their dreams yeah and stuff because we don't like you know 100 years ago people would wake up with like the sun
0: Yeah, they weren't. They They didn't didn't have have alarm alarm clocks and stuff. Yeah.
1: Today, a lot of people, like, if you didn't have their, if if I didn't have my alarm clock, then I wouldn't be waking up on time. Yeah. You know? And so, it's never, like, a gradual, like, uh, organic wake up. Mm -hmm. I'm always being like, oh, forced to wake You know, forced wake up. But that's not always bad.
0: Maybe, maybe, I mean, I'm saying sometimes your alarm goes off you can reach over and turn it off you know uh, yeah uh, but if you also you're like wait i had a dream you turn it off but then you then you're trying sure. to, you sit back and you try to remember. you're like okay what was the dream before i forget and it? so
1: in that case you you just have to remember that this is the next don't wake up at the very last second until you have to rush off the bed and like rush into the shower yeah. and yeah but yeah we don't but if, if we if if um if i went to bed on time if i went to bed early and woke up that'd be neat i don't do, i can't i don't do that but be neat if i actually was yeah, like, that'd be great if your body's like okay i'm done wake up now and you just woke up and you can do it slowly and like consciously and well i think
0: that's part of the reason why you they want you to set a routine you know back sure where they're saying try to go to bed at the same time and then and then try to get enough sleep to where you're not having to get up and go right away rush out yeah because whenever i was working early morning preload at UPS. Yeah. You know, it was like four in the morning start time. So you go to bed and I would wait till last minute, you know, yeah. till, till, to, you know, three 30 or, you know, three 15 to wake like, up exactly. and just get up, get dressed and go get out the door. But so, okay. So you wake up, whether you're wake up by alarm or whatever, but you, you do, you it know, there's a dream. Awesome. You start, Trying to collect fragments,
1: so you spend those first moments thinking about what you can. You can
0: reach over, turn off the alarm, but you're just trying to stay still, not start moving around. Don't you know you want to be able to have your little brain just to work and not all your start getting all your senses going and stuff. It says if you can't remember the dream in its entirety, and he says few can, start with what you do remember. Uh, our memory often works by association so if you can remember one thing yep it's likely that you'll remember more so you just keep so you're like okay wait what was the dream oh Oh. is that school
1: oh and then darth vader came in yeah yeah
0: and and it's like uh or gosh i didn't i was i was in my underwear you know it's like exactly that was crazy and then there's that person that was laughing at me or whatever, you know, so you, you, so you go, you just reach for what is right on the out there. And all of a sudden you'll, you'll start remembering more and more. And then they, they suggest to sleep switch sleeping positions, which is weird. Hmm, yeah. If you're still hitting a memory block, try switching sleeping positions, lie on your side, roll onto your back, do it slowly. You can often recall the experience more easily by lying in the position in which you had the dream. Oh, okay. So you're trying to get into Yep. Yeah. And then number four. Look to your emotions. So don't just try, you know, you've you've collected fragments, but what feeling did you have as you got up? Were you panicking? Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's use it says. If you can't remember a scenario or piece together a plot, it's useful to take note of your emotions. What feelings are currently running through you? Was the dream good or bad? Um, obviously, your emotions are an indicator of the dream you're having. So if you can't remember anything at all, just say
1: panicked or, you know, yeah, whatever. A general feeling.
0: Yeah, and then that might trigger more memories as well. Now
1: and then, finally, write down your dreams. Yeah, this aspect of dreaming is so important that the entire next chapter is dedicated to it. Yeah, writing them down. Yeah, which is what you have a journal there for.
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. So I, because I, um, it's interesting to see you know stuff in there. So keeping a dream journal. So now you've you've worked on. Setting up, you know, you're sleeping and everything. Now you're working on remembering your dreams and then you're recording your dreams. Um, Oh, this is the thing. Just read that first
1: under experts. Yeah. Experts say that people typically forget more than 50% of their dreams within five minutes of waking up. Yep within 10 minutes 90% is lost. Yep. So you have to write it down right away. Yeah. Write down your dreams right write, that's why it's important not only to write down your dreams but also to do it as soon as you wake up. So yeah. Don't take any time. Don't uh
0: well, I mean you you want to do the recall thing and try to get it all and then you start writing it
1: down. That's another re- and that's another reason going back to like the um the alarm clock thing. A lot of people including myself but I don't I mean a lot of people like snooze their alarm. I wonder if that is that that would probably affect this as too. If you get up and you, you snooze it, um, unless you popped back in that dream, which I would say most you of the time could. you you probably don't though. Depending on when the dreams happened, yeah, um, yeah. Snoozing you, it is going to ruin the, the whole. The like, eight minutes, eight yeah. minutes
0: has passed, and if you didn't pop back into that dream, ninety percent of that is, or almost ninety sure. percent is yeah. is lost because. Um, and and also, uh, he's. They say writing down your dreams is also the single most effective way to recall them. By recording them, you're essentially saying, "Hey, subconscious, dreams are important. I'm writing them down because I want to remember them." Just by keeping a dream journal, you'll naturally begin to remember longer, more vivid dreams. Just by doing it, it's like the the those old, those Indians and stuff, they were important. So they would remember them. They'd be able to get up and say,
1: oh, I got the best story. Yeah. To tell I can't you. wait till campfire later on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, um, our journal allows us to remember more dreams, reveal what's going on in our inner world. And most important, trigger lucid dreams there you go the so the act of, the act of doing that this is one of the import the one of the uh things is that if we if we are recording our dreams we can realize what we're dreaming about so that whenever we're dreaming about it yeah that, oh, then we're like that wait click happens. this is what i dream about yeah so it's another way to hack a, a hack to to
1: well, just being more. It's just the whole idea of being more conscious of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, there's a little thing that says if dreams are messages from our subconscious, then they have important information to deliver. Ignore these messages and watch dreams disappear from your life completely. It's a warning. Yeah. Watch that. So what? How did? There's, they give us some tips on a dream journal.
1: Yeah, keep it next to your keep it next to your bed. Yeah, uh, record like the uh, the date and time that you went to sleep. Mm-hmm. See,
0: so that recording the date and time is like enforcing before you're going to bed. Also, you're writing the date of you know tonight. Yeah, you're, and that's like another affirmation. Hey. I'm going to have a dream tonight because I'm writing the date on here already. So now I just need to fill in the yeah, details, totally. but keep it by your, okay. Keep it by your bed. Cause remember, okay. So you're, it's just your alarm going off. You just want to be able to reach over, turn it off and then have, have your journal right there too. Cause you're going to sit there and not try not to move as much. So you don't want to have to get up and walk all the way mm-hmm. across the room to your desk and write it down or yep. whatever. You want to have it right there so you can uh, be in the same or as close a position as you were when you were sleeping.
1: And also don't be afraid to write down just keywords and not... You don't have to like extensively write everything down. Yeah. Just write down keywords. Yeah. Um, and stuff so that that short amount of time that you have and being as, being as subtle about it and thoughtful about it as you can, you don't... Yeah, don't ruin it by fretting over details just like a piece just like a keywords and highlights and yeah and feelings. Well, a lot of
0: times they won't they do won't make sense anyway you can't put them into a, a correct total storyline yeah so and then right in present tense they say oh yeah the polar bear is staring me straight in the eye he bends down and his hands me a cupcake that
1: probably also helps out with the um Becoming lucid is if you write down things in present tense, then you'll, your your mind will recognize it happening again more fully. If we're yeah. done in past tense, then
0: yeah, it's a it, the they say writing and thinking in the present will put your mind back into the dream mm-hmm. and allow you to recall. So you're actually this is happening. Uh, he's doing this. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Give me a copy a
1: cupcake. So, and the the last one is to um, title, give a title to your dream. Yeah. That's cool. Like a story, like a name, title, you're titling a book, name of a book or a story.
0: Yeah. So then, then you can,
1: so if you have a journal too,
0: you're not, you're like, oh, I had this dream. And then all of a sudden you remember what it's about, but you're not having to look through the whole journal to find it. Cause I mean, if you're recording these for a couple months, you can have. You know to remember the, the like title oh and the date. And they they say like midnight snack with the polar bear you know or something, um and also <clears throat> notes uh, make a note of whether you were lucid or not by putting the word lucid, you know whether you yeah, I mean all dre- mine will say lucid, huh? <laughs> From now on they will, yeah. But so because <clears throat> you're not gonna. Be lucid on every dream, but that doesn't mean they're not trying to tell you anything, you know. Yeah. And also, I wrote down here: write other morning insights when you wake up. Write down what? Other morning insights. Like sometimes you have the dream, but something's not part of the dream necessarily. Okay. Yeah. But all of a sudden, as you're writing, you have a thought like that. Thought.
1: Those are just as profound.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I had a Marcus Aurelius moment. I was like, Oh, sweet. Like. And this is just a morning thought. Actually, this one doesn't even have a a dream with it. This is just, it says, uh, for some reason, the key word, and this is like, this, this seems so dumb. Now the key word, you know, or the key phrase was God is happening, you know, like, but, it, but the, w- when I explained it, it kind of made more sense. Seeing God in everything strengthens people's, Resolve to do what needs to be done. Like, yeah, that makes sense because we kind of. This is on the twentieth of May, twenty twenty-one. Jeez. So seeing God and everything strengthens people. Resolve to do what needs to be done. That could have been Marcus Aurelius, right out of his freaking book. I thought it was. It was
1: Marcus. I still doubt that. That's Marcus Meus. I still doubt that that was your journal right there.
0: Hey, it's dated, Brandon.
1: Can you open it up? Let me see if it's actually the, if it's actually a, a rebounded uh, <laughs> meditations. Yeah, they, they put it in this crazy like little
0: journal that I have. But anyway, it was just kind of weird, you know. You just you get insights in the morning, and they don't always they're not always deep or whatever. But sometimes, you know. I, but it was interesting because I I've tried to keep somewhat of a journal, but it's not. Yeah, I mean, it started it. Start, it it starts on the twenty third of April and goes to
1: the twenty fifth
0: the no, <laughs> well uh the twenty sixth of August. that's awesome, but there's only like five or six You're sure yeah seven just, entries in here, so I haven't been totally consistent.
1: Hey at least you recognize that it's the value is not in the in the daily part of it. it's in the doing it at all. And then you can work on the, the consistency.
0: Yeah. Well, so but some people
1: but if I, they don't, they're not, if they're not consistent. they say, like, oh, I'm not gonna do this anymore. What?
0: And one thing
1: I have here too is,
0: um, that I was like, it, it is, like August 10th, I wrote frustrating, helpless. You know, on one. Oh yeah. You know, you write the feeling you're having. Um, panic, embarrassment on August 12th
1: so sorry to hear that Mark August 5th right
0: oh you know what there was one where I had I actually on the 19th of August I actually had at the end of it I said I'm dreaming and I can fly because I was trying I had to keep on we were going we were in some kind of like a mausoleum or something and going up these stairs and in between this each thing you had to kind of climb up and th- the stair part was was broken or something at each level and at as at, at, at the one point i was like wait i'm dreaming and i can fly you know to, instead of going through all this work to get to the next part but then i woke right up after that
1: so that sounds like you were dreaming that you had a lucid dream because you've been thinking about it
0: yeah you know well i'm saying i so i guess you could say that was lucid because I realized I'm dreaming. I was like, I'm dreaming, why? Right? Sure. I can fly, but then all of a sudden that was it. Yeah. So maybe that was my first lucid dream.
1: And you and then your uh then your uh other parts of your mind like no, don't and they close the door. Yeah,
0: that's that's one of the that's you're one of the things um that happens. Um whether lucid or not, our dreams reflect the inner workings of our psyche and can be highly useful in learning about ourselves. Keeping a dream journal, you can see things about yourself that you normally dismiss with your everyday waking mind.
1: Oh, read, read what Aristotle said in Learning from Our Dreams in 78. Aristotle said that the insights available from dreams were like objects reflected in water. When the water is calm... The forms are easy to see when the water is agitated, that is when the mind is emotionally disturbed, the reflections become distorted and meaningless. The more the mind can be still before sleep, said Aristotle, the more the dreamer can learn if you go to bed calm, the memories of your dreams will be clearer some clearer come morning, yeah, I guess, yeah I sounds sound like it sounds like good good practice, yeah. So, um, I like how one of the writers of the book actually quoted himself. In yeah, it. he's like,
0: Oh, Jared Z had something really good to say on this. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, as you jot down more of your nighttime adventures, you'll notice that you often dream about very similar things. That's what I was, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think we all have had repetition in dreams, but then we don't. We're not writing them down. We can't see exact. Maybe they're trying to tell us something.
1: Yeah. Or we're trying to tell us something.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. 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 Actually, our unconscious is trying to teach, teach us something consciously or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If like trying to make something in the unconscious be brought to the attention of our conscious, like, Hey, I can't really talk. You know, I'm, I'm unconscious. I'm that thing that, that, but I'm trying to tell you this. Here. Yeah, you spend
1: too much working. I don't ever get a chance to talk to you. Yeah. So maybe you can get this message.
0: It's Maybe it's our unconscious communicating to our conscious. Uh, and 79, the these recurring dream.
1: Do you see it? Yeah. These recurring dream elements are called dream signs. And they're a powerful stepping stone to lucid dreams. Even now, without knowing it, your dreams contain certain people, events, locations, and situations that pop up again and again, dream after dream. Once you identify those personal dream signs, they will essentially act as landmarks in the dream world. A great way to achieve lucidity. See the same thing as recognizing where you're. Like oh, yeah. this is oh, this is this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, I I was
0: thinking yesterday. I was like, okay. Every time I'm in my underwear from now on, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask myself if I'm dreaming. Huh. Because I know inevitably sometime in my dream, I'll be in my underwear. And if, if that becomes a habit where I'm like, am I dreaming? Then I'll, sometime, one time I'll say, am I dreaming? And I'll be like, wait, I am dreaming. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm in my underwear a couple times
1: a day. But what if that happens on in the real you'd – be you you'll like uh, get lost?
0: No, in the real – if it happens in the real world, then I can – I I can – well, they talk about kind of signs, ways to check your reality. You end up
1: like not going to work that day and trying to jump off of like a bridge because you think that you're dreaming because you were, were in your underwear.
0: Like, wait, why is Mark up on the, on the house in his <laughs> underwear? Wait, this isn't a dream? No. <laughs> so find your dream signs. Keep a journal for a few weeks and you'll begin to see patterns. Brandon, I need you to commit to this. So. <laughs> read through your dream journal and start underlining objects, places, people and themes that pop up more often than once. See that's why that's why like I think like embarrassment you know those those kind of feelings I was writing yeah, down I was yeah. like well how often am I, do I feel like super embarrassed during life? Not a lot. Yeah. Except for one, I'm in my underwear.
1: Yeah, good point.
0: But I'm so so it's like, well, maybe that could be a sign, you know, like uh, locating and identifying dream signs will train your subconscious to spot them the next time they appear. As your dream journal grows, so will your relationship with your dreams. Because you're becoming aware of what you're actually dreaming. Okay, here's here's what we we're talking about in chapter eight. Or did you have anything else no. you want to say? No. I, I hate to be uh, no.
1: Read this little thing, the quote by Douglas Adams. Oh yeah, I love that one. Frequently is reality is frequently inaccurate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That, Did Marcus Aurelius say that? Probably
0: something very similar. He said, "The universe is change, and perception is opinion." Opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's just like yeah. Because you your your reality is 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 inaccurate.
1: Exactly. We we talk so much. We talk so. People often talk so much about a few things. They talk about um, truth mm-hmm. and about like justice. Yeah. Or they talk about truth and what's the other one? Um. Well, basically, we 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 are so caught up in how we see things and that's like the ultimate reality. Yeah. But we don't give any respect to the fact that we all, a lot of us see things quite differently and our realities are different. And so if our realities are, are different and it's, and it's true that one person can genuinely believe something from the bottom of their heart. And that is in contradiction to someone else's genuine belief. And they both truly believe it. Yeah. Then how is that? Our reality isn't as as as
0: concrete, yeah. Or yeah whatever, that's, that's yeah. Way, if good, Somebody way. else can say, take the total opposite side, yeah, and really think the opposite and, of what and, you. And think. they're not
1: trying to troll anybody. Yeah. They genuinely see the value that's, and the belief, and yeah, you know, like we don't have like. Then what is reality? And so one of the things I think it's about mere today opinion. is like today, like a lot of people were like. They'll t- they'll point to some like authority, like, well, this guy's a scientist and he said this. But there's another scientist that said the opposite thing.
0: But they're yeah, and, and either side both sides are saying, but my guy's right and your guy's mm-hmm. wrong. And it's like, but my guy's a scientist. And they're like, but my guy is too. And my yeah. but my my scientists. Are- anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's I don't know how I even got on that.
0: No, that's good. Oh, yeah,
1: because, because it's... Reality uh, is frequently inaccurate. Yeah, yeah It's exactly.
0: like your reality is, you know, I mean, different. It's just a, a collection of things that you've... Lessons maybe you've learned through life and situations you've been placed the, in, things you were taught and everything, and, and it's just... But your reality is not the same reality that any other person's living in it's different and then the, that's the thing the here it is here's the big question the how do you know that this isn't a dream
1: yeah deep question deep question
0: if you were in a dream right now it'd feel just as real real sight touch taste smell sound all that exists in the real world too all these elements are so convincing that it doesn't occur to our brain that we're in a dream, it never occurs to you.
1: So the um, and it, and this actually was referenced early on in the book, but we have an old joke on this. We have a joke that we haven't said in a while, so I'm going to say it. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, we have the whole like, can God make a boulder so big that he, he can't lift it? Yeah. Whatever. But in the in in uh in uh, Hindu uh, mythology, in Hindu religion uh a lot of a lot of hindu because there's a lot of there's a, there's a broad spectrum of what hindu belief really is right but one particular set of beliefs are that we are all inside of um one of their one of their head gods' is dream yeah it was uh what i mean vishnu i think we life is we are in vishnu's dream vishnu's dream okay and this world will end when Vishnu when Vishnu wakes up. Don't wake up. Yeah, but Vishnu, the, do not wake up. But so in that perspective, what do, what do like, you
0: think he set his alarm? What time?
1: Yeah, like no, no. In that perspective, uh, we are like in that perspective. They uh, that culture believes that we are in a particular, not maybe not in our own dream, but in a in a dream, and that uh, it's. Is real as it seems right now. It's real, but it's a dream, right? Yeah, and it's just about waking up, and no one wants to wake up because life is so good.
0: Life is good. Let's see. Okay, so they want they want to start hacking, having some hacks, right? Yeah, like we were talking about
1: the red pill one then.
0: Uh Well, by asking yourself the question, am I dreaming throughout the day, you will begin to ask the same question while in a dream. It's not a bad it's not a bad question to ask yourself throughout the yeah, day, too, because yeah. actually you might end up noticing something. Maybe you'll see that cat go by twice. You know, wait, didn't I just see that? Yeah, Maybe you'll cat. start seeing the hack. Yeah, you're right. Your suspicion of reality will echo in your sleep. So there's physical tests, okay? Okay. In order to perform a reality check, you do, you not only need to ask the question am i dreaming, but you also have to
1: answer it. And they have some things. So the finger in the palm test. Yep. Can you pass your finger through the palm of your hand? In a dream, this is possible to do. Let's I'm going to try it right now. Yeah, verify that we're not in a dream. Okay. Okay, pass that. The hand. Do your hands look normal? Do they have as many fingers as they're supposed to? Yep. Yeah, it's like, no, I got, got eleven six, right now. Six and seven. Uh jump the jump. Oh yeah. Jumping is not only a hell of a lot of fun. <gasps> Brandon. But a great reality check. If you jump, do you float down? Is there a absence of gravity? Yeah. In dreams, floating is absolutely possible. As a yeah. stepping stone, try floating before you try to fly.
0: That's have you have have you dream of uh, flown in your dreams?
1: No, you have I've fallen. Oh. And I always wake up before I get to the bottom. But um
0: you've never flown in a dream? I, don't I think mean so. cuz I have. Oh, that's cool. But I've heard about it before, but I don't it's, think I it's, have. it's it sucks though because it's not flying like Superman. It's for me it's kind of like I'm like swimming, swimming in the air or something. Yeah, so it's it's like Charlie. Remember when they're getting up to the top of the thing? Yeah, like, the, ah, of the uh, bubble I, thing. Yeah, I can't go. You know, it's it's like that. That's, I mean, actually, it's, war- pretty, a, it's like a kind of flying. Yeah, it's not what you would think. But maybe if I can get lucid in my dream, I can be like, okay, I'm gonna make this.
1: You can do this with more style. Uh, yeah,
0: at least yeah. a little cooler. Or sometimes it's like, actually, you know what? It might be more like a kite kind of thing, where you're being blown by the wind, kind of, you know. Sure, where you're getting blown up instead of, instead of being in control of it. Yeah, per se, it's not gonna be your like Superman. Yeah,
1: so that's why they're saying try and work on floating before you work on.
0: But but well, so what I'm saying too is that obviously in reality you jump and you you're gonna, but if if you can if you if like every time you're in your underwear. Like if, if it was me to try to trigger something, I'm going to jump, you know, I, whenever I realize it and in reality, it's just going to be like, doink, oh, no, nope. that's boring. And okay. all of a sudden, you know, and then all of a sudden, but uh, hopefully we'll find myself jumping a time when I'm into my underwear and all of a sudden I'm like, what,
1: wait a second, I didn't yeah. come
0: back down. Yeah. That's, that's a the good, reality. That's a good check. Str- strategy. I've got. I'm gonna hack this, Brandon. I'm just gonna spend the rest of my life in my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) So the the nose.
1: Yeah, if you hold your nose, can you still breathe? That's interesting. And it says that most uh, dreamers find this to be a reliable way of telling.
0: Yeah, the most reliable evidence. Wow, that they're dreaming.
1: Then you can look at the ways that you can do it. Is you can look at your reflection in the mirror.
0: So was that why the guy was talking about looking in the toilet? It is funny that oh, yeah. he's like, "Okay, I'm not gonna look at the mirror in the bathroom. I'm gonna look at the the reflection in the toilet." Yeah, I don't think the toilets like, even
1: give a reflection of your. Look, be a clean toilet.
0: That's why. That's why. That's so unreal. No. No. no toilet well, that's why. If you ever you've looked in the toilet reflection, it's a very. It's a dark. You know, you can't make out your face or anything. It's so. Whenever he's looking into Austin, his he'll see his reflection like, and say, "Oh, well, this is yeah." That's not how it's supposed to be. And but the... this guy's dreaming about toilets a lot. I never. Yeah, really I don't think I ever. He have... must spend a lot of time in his toilet. Oh a... yeah, Who do you think that is? Do you think that's the guy that quoted himself, Jared Z? You
1: just he probably put <laughs> a different name on this one.
0: Jared Z. He's like he has irritable bowel syndrome <laughs> yeah so he changed his
1: name to something else instead of Z, it's a uh, thomas p thomas p
0: <laughs> thomas p would make more sense if he's in the bathroom yeah, all the would, time me. it would okay oh the last one
1: uh reading can you read the same sentence twice without it changing that's cool
0: yeah i heard about uh people like even just a word and they see a word, and all of a sudden they look, and they look again. All of a sudden, the word will be different.
1: So in the, uh, I've, I have no experience with any of this. In the movie uh, Inception, they would each carry like a, they call them a totem, I think,
0: that little spinning. Thing yeah, on one top? of them. One of them had a top.
1: One oh, of the, okay. Another one had a dice. Oh, okay. But they each would have to pick out something that they were familiar with. Yeah, and the whole point was, um, like, the dice that one of them had was like a loaded dice, a loaded die. So he would know where it's supposed. Oh, to it's roll. gonna, it's gonna always roll a six, yeah. probably. Or... And so they had, they would carry around these these little trinkets to help them, um, you know, test whether they were in a dream or not.
0: Hey, do you over know there, Brandon? I'm good. Okay. Well, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying, so. I haven't seen Inception in a while.
1: Let's, Let's see. see. Yeah, that's crazy. What? I haven't read, I don't think I got to this chapter. Um, But the, about, how, about when to perform a reality check. That's co- that's oh, when to perform. Okay, I have. Remind yourself often.
0: Yeah, Uh, the question is easy to ask, but turning it into a habit can be a bit challenging for some. Try it out for the next three days. Just try it for three days, right? Five to ten times a day. Okay, so this is, yeah. Um, It can spark their first lucid dream. So this is a way to
1: work on doing a reality check. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Read. So set an alarm on your cell phone every hour or two. As a reminder to perform a reality check, yeah, just set an alarm, remind yourself, pinch your nose, or yeah, uh, if that's the most effective one.
0: Some nice pictures, and then they they have a perform a reality check, and they have a list of good ones that they say, oh,
1: oh these are times every t- these are times to check, make the check, yeah, where you can yeah. say, you know, I'm going to choose one or two of these. So rather than setting an alarm, you just choose events that are common enough. Yeah. Every time you answer your phone. I never answer my phone, so that's not going to do that one. Every time you walk through a doorway, that's common.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I heard about people that... Because actually, a while ago, I had read a different book. um, Or listened to one. And and it was like, every time you go through a doorway, you jump. And I did it in time. I was like, what the heck are you doing?
1: <laughs> anyway every time you change locations <laughs> after every meal after me see a dog when something strange happens every time you hear music every time you smell something delicious Ooh. oh yeah that's like wow, well, that smells too good check yourself quick or when you're in an emotional engaging situation
0: yeah like like i was saying with that like we like i'm embarrassed or whatever oh, yeah, it's like yeah. oh Well, and then and then and then uh, it says use your dream signs. Remember those recurring symbols from your dreams—the dream signs that popped up in your journal. Here's where they come in handy. Perform a reality check every time you see a dream sign in waking life, and that's why you know keeping a journal. Here's
1: that dog that I always see in my dreams too. What the heck? What are what are the odds? Yeah,
0: and that's why that's I wrote every time. You're in your underwear for me. And then becoming present by asking the question during your waking hours, it will also have a powerful effect on your waking awareness. So it's not only going to have an effect of your, you know, possibly getting you lucid in a dream, it's also going to have an effect of your actual awareness yeah. in regular life, yeah. which is like, a, hey. it's a,
1: it's a, it's a struggle.
0: Yeah, that yeah. so it actually is bringing more awareness. By taking a moment and observing the world around you, you will be brought into the moment, be yep. more present, and increase your self-awareness. And that's not a bad
1: thing. I used to do this thing where, and I sometimes, sometimes I remember I still do it, I would, if I was walking into a building, I would, like, before I walked in, I would stop and, like, touch the doorway. Or if there's a tree outside the building, I would, I would check to see if it was looking and I would walk up to the tree and like just touch the tree. Really? And often feeling that feeling realness would bring me back. And I would like, it would instantly I'd be like, Oh man, this is real life. Yeah. Like, and I would, any kind of like habit I was in the middle of, or any kind of like robot mode I was in, it mm-hmm. all would all of a sudden stop, you know? Um, and I would be present. That's cool. Yeah. I called it a grounding. Cause I would, I would, I would touch trees a lot. I was make sure no one was looking at me looking at me. Did you
0: ask permission at least? You're just going up and grabbing trees, willy nilly.
1: Yeah, just grabbing trees. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Remember we were doing a podcast and that lady was climbing up Yeah. in the tree and getting a picture taken. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the heck?
1: <laughs> like out right out
0: my window. Okay. So anyway, those are some, some ways to to uh Oh look at totem. Oh, Read that.
1: Keep a small item that is personal to you in your pocket or your keychain or somewhere you'll see throughout the day. Whenever you see it or feel it in your pocket, perform a reality check. This will help you create the habit of determining if you are dreaming or not, which will then carry over to your dreams. That's what the believe- guys from Inception yeah. got that.
0: Okay, well, now we're. So we've we're about we're pretty long into this brandon
1: yeah it's been good
0: did you want to i've got a couple more chapters you know about what about keeping yourself lucid and stuff do you want to go over that real quick sure because is probably gonna end up being a three-hour podcast whatever it's fine for me yeah i don't care might as well. I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, we we could cut it off now, but then all of a sudden the next, I mean, you think we're going to, how long do you think it'll take us to cover these? It won't take us that long. No. Okay. So now you, have you've prepared yourself to get all lucid, to wake up, you know, you're preparing yourself by having triggers and reg- regular life, waking life, you know, you're, you're, Paying attention to your dreams. Yep, you've done all the work. You're ready for it. So now you're now what happens when you become lucid?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is real. I'm actually here. What do you do? Yeah.
0: Okay, so they've got some hacks. It says we don't hit a substantial period of RAM for nearly an hour after falling asleep. So one of the problems is that. You're, you got yourself all prepared to you know you're like oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna dream and yeah and and so but throughout the night or you've you're asleep for an hour at least before you even have the first part of REM sleep the rapid eye movement you know where you're and you may have forgotten some of that stuff. You know, forgotten your affirmation because you're asleep. (laughs) Yeah. You just had some deep restful sleep, you know, you're in. So, um, they have another hack. Um, your, your goal is to see a dream sign or perform a reality check will continue to fade as as you progress through additional sleep cycles. That's the, that's one of the problems, but they you got
1: a solution. It's called the wake and back to bed. Brandon, read that. Okay. The last two, the last two windows of REM occur at the end of your, of our sleep cycles in the early morning hours. Although we dream on and off throughout the night, lucid dreamers tend to focus on the la- these last two stages for a couple of reasons. One okay. is they're the longest. Yes. As the night progresses, the amount of time you spend dreaming increases.
0: Last two stages of REM are nearly fifty minutes each.
1: Yeah. Those are the big boys. And then also you're past the deep sleep, right? Yeah. Since you've gotten your deep sleep over with earlier in the night, the only thing that lies between the two last stages of REM is a small sliver of light sleep. Okay, so this is important. That little sliver of light sleep, they're gonna ha- they're gonna use it as a hack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And um, and uh. easier to remember, right? That makes sense. Subjects waking up directly out of a dream have a better dream recall
0: yeah so if you had if you had your dream at the beginning of the night after that first hour yeah and then you've gone through a couple yeah, more you're, you're probably not going to gonna remember it, yeah so this one is you're basically at the tail end of your sleeping cycle so and you're going to have this 50 minute dream and if you become lucid in that what's going to happen is when you wake up you actually wake up out of it and then you can recall it. It's easier to recall.
1: Yeah. they jump back in, you're saying?
0: Yeah. So it says, armed with this knowledge, let's trick Mother Nature. Wake, um, Waking up after six hours of sleep, staying awake for 20 minutes, and then going back to bed. That's the hack. Okay. That's a good hack, man, if it works. So how to catch your last REM cycle. Um, read that first. That.
1: This is the first thought. Right up here, yeah. Okay. By wa- by waking up just before your last REM cycle, cycle begins, you're essentially putting your sleep on pause. <laughs> when you go back to bed 20 minutes later, you'll be diving right into a nice, refreshing swimming pool of your own dreams. So, okay. Okay, the
0: the way this hack works. Okay, so this is just brilliant. And I haven't tried it, but seems... Like your your body's already gone through all that deep sleep, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So you've already had six hours of good sleep. Your body's just right re- now it's at the stage where it's like all I'm doing is REM, you know, and then the light, the sliver of light sleep in between those cycles. So, so, so then you, you, what you do, you set your alarm, you get up for 20 minutes and then you go back to sleep.
1: Most likely, when you get up, not going into any bright rooms, or yeah, you're not
0: you're not going for a jog, yeah,
1: you know, or anything. Don't okay. take a monster, don't drink a monster drink or something.
0: Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're just <laughs> okay. You're getting up to to make sure you're aware, and so you can. Well, they'll explain it a little bit. Okay, so step one is set your alarm for six hours after bedtime. Um, this, it says this tends to be a reliable number, but results may vary. Um, if your early morning wake up time isn't working, try variations. Um, if you're sleeping for a total of eight hours, maybe you want to try to catch the very last, you know, if you're not, if you're not, and if, if you have difficulty returning to sleep after the wake and back to bed, stick with the six hours. Yeah. It will be easier to fall back to sleep with this option. So you'll have more time.
1: Yeah, you know. seven seven hours would be kind of, you might just get like up for the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying if, if you're one of those who you might need a little more time falling back to sleep. But okay, so step two, wake up
1: for 20 minutes, Brandon. Wake up and stay up for around 15 to 20 minutes, staying awake for this span of oh, time. Oh, this is, this, is this is where it explains it. Yeah staying awake for this span of time awakens your left brain, the analytical half of your mind, which is sense which is which is essentially for realizing that, whoa, that is a dream. Without your active left brain there to help, your creative right brain will happily get carried away in the whimsy of the dream. In other words, you don't want to simply wake up for a few seconds and fall back asleep.
0: Yeah. So oh. that's 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 uh Okay. That makes sense. So I was like, "Why would you want to get up for twenty minutes?" But it's because you want to be have the left brain part cognizant, yeah, the rational part, because your gone. little other brain has been running, you know, running it. So get your brain thinking clearly and logically, and then go back to bed with strong intention, so you can reset that intention and. Your brain is just wants to go right into REM sleep. So you got the intention still. And also you slip into it
1: now. Step so three is back on your bed and you get back in a comfortable relaxing position. It also su- suggests that sleeping on sleeping on your back. Yeah. Help with, with lucid dreaming. So they recommend that as you fall back asleep, focus your mind on your intention. And then of course, Once again, with affirm your intention, it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then affirm it. See it, feel it, and expect it. You know, just like they were saying. Yeah. Um, here's some things. They they do some a suggestion of things to do. You know, when you wake up for your 15 to 20 minutes.
1: Read past dreams from your dream journal. Yeah. Just reach over. It's right by your bed. Look right? over your list of dream signs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Read this book. Okay. <laughs> or another book. Take a pee. That's what I was thinking about doing. Yeah. Because I don't want to wake... That would wake me up, right? I'm to go. Yeah. Draw a picture of a dream you'd like to have. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, if I can draw. Um, Get up and walk around. Write a letter to your subconscious. That's cool. <laughs> you're like, dear subconscious. Continually ask yourself, am I dreaming? Until you go back to sleep. And then, so, Eureka, you're in. Okay.
0: So then, all of a sudden you've tried this hack and you're supposed to be able to get, it's supposed to get you into it. You know, this is, and it's, he also, they also say, uh, that cat naps are a good way. I know at work, Mm -hmm. I take nap, you know, naps when I'm on my break and stuff but now and I, I have dreams really quick
1: yeah i've noticed that i've done the same thing yeah but i had dreams more often i remember remember those dreams more often yeah than i remember other ones yeah. yeah
0: so you because it's i think your body knows you're not going for the deep sleep it's like well this is just for that's why people can wake a refreshed. you know if they take a short nap or well okay this isn't science for, yeah but it just seems like you can wake up refresh, because your body's like okay well, i'm not going to go into deep sleep yeah i was never planning not, on yeah i'm not going all the way down i'm just gonna get a quick thing so naps can be really effective way to perform awaken back to bed as well during naps our bodies are tired but our minds are relatively more awake than normal sleep some nappers fall right into rem so um Quite often, the amateur lucid dreamers' early exploits in lucid dreaming last only a few moments. So you got to realize that you're probably not going to have the yeah, like like, like my my possible lucid experience yeah. was me going, wait, I'm dreaming, yeah. I can and I can fly, exactly. you know, instead of doing the instead of trying and to get up this off, thing, yeah. and all of a sudden I woke up. That was it.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Nope that's what my dream said. So uh so the next chapter is on staying lucid.
1: Yeah for more than 10 seconds.
0: It says there's nothing more frustrating than getting lucid and losing your awareness shortly thereafter. Um here in the on uh 110 the sec the third okay
1: whether you know See what am talking about over here on this side. Yeah, whether you wake yourself up out of excitement or sink back into an unconscious dream, awareness doesn't always stick once you find it, it requires a delicate balance. The ability to remain lucid is a skill that every lucid dreamer must learn if they want to explore the dream world. Yeah, this,
0: um, so there's the two things waking yourself up out of excitement because you're like, Wait, I'm lucid. Yeah. Also your mind becomes way too Too excited. Yeah. Yeah. Or that you're, you get so involved in the dream that your mind just slips back Uh, uh, into it. You're back into it. Yeah. So the, the, uh, this excitement causes many beginners to wake themselves up back into their bedroom again. Um, but the problem may be more subtle. Um, you know, getting lost. In the dream activity you're doing can be consuming. And before you know it, you're back to having a regular old dream. Um, Only lose it for a moment.
1: Yeah. Read the first paragraph. First part. To hold on to that self-awareness, get in the habit of anchoring yourself in the dream. Okay. To anchor, simply stop what you're doing and perform a technique that sharpens your focus the result is a stable dream environment that you can explore freely and for longer periods of time.
0: Okay, so you you're anchoring yourself so you're not going to be ripped out of the sure, dream, yeah, yeah. Screaming. So
1: here's here's how you do it. When read one. Yeah. Upon becoming lucid, the first moments of a lucid dream are the most crucial. So be, so perform these stabilizing techniques directly after becoming lucid. Before jumping into your dream adventure, always pause for a second and anchor yourself in the dream by performing the techniques that follow in this chapter.
0: Okay, so you want to do it right away. Right away. Okay, so suddenly you're trying, you're going up this, I'm going up those stairs and, and I go, I'm dreaming, I can fly. And I'm like, Stop okay, everything and do whoa, something. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you take that jump, you know, to fly, anchor myself. Okay, so that's so upon
1: becoming lucid you want to anchor your dream and then when the dream starts fading when the lucid dream is in danger of becoming a normal dream again you'll actually see it happen as your lucid dream dreaming abilities progress you'll notice that the first of your five senses to go is often sight okay so yeah yeah we get there um and then oh number three to amp up lucidity most importantly, these techniques will allow you to heighten your level of awareness, even if your lucid dream isn't a. That was interesting. Okay, even if your lucid dream isn't at risk of ending, it's possible for your awareness to lessen. Awareness is not a binary switch on or off; it lies on a spectrum from zombie to Buddha and everything in between.
0: So, just like in your regular life, yeah, are you you know are you
1: aware of what's going on or now? Are you awake?
0: Yeah, yeah. And could you be more awake? So the stabilization techniques. Remember, the one is keep calm and carry on. As soon as you get lucid, stay calm and try to relax. Take a deep breath of dream air.
1: Nice. Dream, dream air.
0: Look around. And then you plug your nose as you're taking that deep breath of check. And then see if you can breathe in. And you probably can. Look around. And instead of complimenting yourself on being such a whiz... Take it slow. Once you're calm, you can begin exploring. So don't get too excited. Nope. But just kind of stabilize yourself. This is an interesting next one, Spinning. And it was introduced by Stephen Leberge, that guy that did the thing back in at Harvard or something.
1: Yeah, the one that uh, the second guy. Okay. Um,
0: Read the turn on the next
1: page and then read the... Read the to how to do it, yeah. To stabilize a dream, spin yourself or your dream body around like you're doing a... Pirouette. Pirouette? Yeah, it's that, that ballerina thing. Oh, okay. You know? You don't need to be a master ballerina. You don't. Simply turn yourself Good. in the clockwise or counterclockwise direction.
0: But you do need to know how to say pirouette, yeah, Brandon. Yeah,
1: exactly. I better learn that word. <laughs> Dr. LeBurge notes that information on balance and movement are closely related with visual information. Okay, so the sensory experience the sensory experience of spinning will produce a stable picture of the world around you and it will make it difficult for your mind to communicate with your physical sleeping body which could wake you up. So okay. the
0: sensory experience of spinning will produce a stable picture of the world around you. So yeah. it's it's making
1: Everything's is making it real. The, you're filling in the blanks.
0: Yeah, so it's actually, and you're probably seeing in a, a 360 pirouette. Yeah. You know, so you're actually making it more real. It's
1: like, ah, oh, try taking me away from this now. I can yeah. see everywhere here.
0: I just did a pirouette.
1: Yeah, and then curtsy at the end.
0: Yeah. You're like, suddenly you're in a tutu. You're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> this is not where I wanted this dream to go, but
1: I'm going to go with it. That's how I know I'm not in a dream when I'm wearing a tutu. A tutu.
0: <laughs> Brandon. Wait, we're not dreaming right now. <laughs> Brandon's sitting across. I'm in my underwear. Brandon's in a tutu right now. What the heck? <laughs> oh, wait. When you're. Anyway.
1: Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah. Stay engaged. You're in a dream. Don't just stand there. Begin your adventure. So don't wait around, huh? The passive dreamer will soon find himself forgetting that he's in a dream. So don't have to go, you don't have to go crazy. Just find a tactile way to interact with your surroundings. Yeah. So
0: just kind of load up, you know, and help be, keep yourself in it.
1: Yeah. Keep on, don't, don't, I mean, be quick and start doing things. Right. Is that what they're saying?
0: Well, he's saying do something. Yeah. You know, not necessarily. You don't want to wake yourself up, but you want to start engaging with yeah, you also don't the surrounding. Like, you don't also
1: want to be too carefully about slowly starting, like, okay, wait, I'm here. Yeah. Just jump in and do something.
0: Now, strike a balance. Don't get too wrapped up in one thing for too long. The goal is to strike a balance between interacting with the dream while at the same time remaining cognizant that it's a dream.
1: Be in the world, but not of the world. That's right. So...
0: Yeah cuz if if you get too wrapped up in the dream you're not going to you you're not realizing you're in the dream. Good point. So and then touch something. Yeah. Like Brandon was talking about touching yeah.
1: trees. Touch something. Yep.
0: Engage if any in any of your five senses. Especially the sensation of touch will help stabilize the dream world. Touch each of your fingers with your thumb. And concentrate there feeling you your dream body. The main idea here is to simulate your stimulate your focus. The more you can focus, the better. Now, ooh, there's more. Command
1: the dream, Brandon. Command it. If you're mid-flight, it might be hard to rub your hands together or something or touch something, especially if your flight style resembles Superman. Mine doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> So here's an approach that can be used anytime, anywhere. Simply command the dream verbally by saying something out loud that will help you fo- your focus. Actually speaking, sometimes shouting, the word stabilize or clarity or increase lucidity. <laughs> increase. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a power superhero. Increase thing. lucidity. Increase
0: lucidity. Form of a bucket of water. It's like the Wonder Twins <laughs> yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: what, a, what a power. Will serve as a reminder to both your conscious and your subconscious that your intention is to focus. Don't be shy. Use this technique frequently throughout the dream. Whenever you begin to feel the dream fading, command it to stabilize. The results are usually immediate. Like, you know, uh -uh, I'm not leaving yet. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So
0: meditate. Want to blow your mind? This is the final technique. To raise your awareness like as it. Yeah. Meditation is powerful in regular life.
1: Imagine doing it in your dream, right?
0: Yeah. So the practice of meditation works the same in the dream world as it does in the waking world. Sit down and concentrate on your breath and focus on the sounds around you. Continually remind yourself of the realization that you are dreaming. So those are a few things. Um, And then they talk about dream reentry. entry uh they talk about how you know how a video game let you continue after you've you've you know you've left it at the same place if you accidentally wake up from a lucid dream don't worry all hope is not lost lie there and don't move or open your eyes focus back on the dream especially the location and setting of the dream remember the details as if as you drift back to sleep reminding yourself i'm dreaming i'm dreaming it's likely you'll find yourself back in the same dream as if you never left. Have you ever done that? Re-entered a dream I have me too
1: I have so i've also I've also failed and been very upset, yeah, but yeah, like dang it, that was such a good dream,
0: yeah, so basically, there you go. um, they have a thing on the levels of lucidity, but it's not that really that important. Um. There you go. And next, the next part is kind of exploring the world, but we haven't even really gotten into that. You know,
1: it's like a whole new topic almost.
0: Yeah, because kind of saying so far the
1: entire book has been about like how to get into it. Yeah, yeah.
0: They gave some pretty good hacks though.
1: When you enter in, by the way. What? And it's just straight is the gate oh yeah narrow is path. path yeah. once you get in so the whole book's been about getting in
0: yeah so and it's a matter of once you get in there I don't know then you can the there's a whole new world opened up to you that you can do stuff so um, we'll go over the rest of the book when we get, get back to it um, come back and talk about it but my my plan is over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start trying to implement these things and trying to get into a lucid, actual, like, be able to do something.
1: Yeah. Even the smallest thing would be a huge. Uh, yeah. Would be a huge, like, motivator. Yeah. Just the smallest thing.
0: Well, but like I said, too, even just writing down your dreams is a neat experience because like these, these things are. are uh, maybe telling us
1: something. Maybe there's something to them. Who knows? Yeah, we're being so, um, at least I speak for myself, being so reckless by not paying more attention to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, frivolous. Yeah, possibly.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, I'll we'll return and report any oh. findings that we... Might have over the next thing, and then we'll talk about what you know. Um, what? The, how do they title this chapter? Um, some of the exploring the new world of dreaming once you've you become lucid. Yeah, I like because suddenly you of- don't. You, you know, you go from your unconscious controlling you to, to you being able to control what's happening. In this unconscious world, which could be really interesting. Yeah, there could be a lot of cool stuff.
1: I'm never going to want to live real life again. Take to go back
0: to dream. Well, actually, yeah, I don't think it's that you're it's like gonna be Brandon. That real
1: life is important.
0: Like, sorry, Brandon, <laughs> but in order, the only way you can get into dreams is to live real life. Yeah. Don't, don't forget that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Brandon
0: just spends the rest of his life sleeping. <laughs> like, well, we're doing, uh, Brandon's in bed right now. We'll, our next podcast will be from your bedroom. We're
1: Brandon's Skyping in from his bed. it will be from the hospital. Like, he won't wake up. He he's. They think I'm in coma or something. He doesn't, doesn't want to get up.
0: Maybe you're building your world. Yeah. Like, it's Inception or whatever.
1: There you go. Well, thanks, Mark. That was fun. Yeah.
0: So, I uh, hope you, uh, whoever's listening, you, you know, give these things a try. See if you can't. Yeah. Learn, I mean, become lucid or just learn something by, by what's going on in your, about yourself, by what's going on in your unconscious dreams. There might be something to it. I mean, I know religious, uh, Texts and stuff talk about the importance of dreams. They don't yep. they don't knock it. Nope. They knock astrology and stuff.
1: Yeah. Depending you know? on, depending they never on the they never
0: knock dreams. I never I don't think there's anywhere that they do that. No, they don't. Because there's too many stories about it.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: So there there could be something to it. Anyway. Uh, again, the, the book that we're using is A Field Guide to Lucid Dreaming by, Bill and, by Dylan Takiyo, Jared Zeizel, and Thomas Pizel. So, check it out. There's yeah. a lot more stuff in here, and it's it's a good, easy read, too. It
1: is. A lot of pictures.
0: Yeah. A I, think like, pictures. I think it's like 10 bucks yeah for this quality book brand tell them about the quality of this book it's a great quality whenever book. i gave it to brandon brandon's like dude this is a nice book yeah it
1: has that that bi- that nice binding that yeah non- that non um good
0: pages Yeah, it's just a good feel all right well we'll talk to you later all right see you in your dreams oh get it yeah Woo!